in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the pop rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. This is a special question. Oh, oh my it's god. It's Tanner. Blame Tanner. You Tanner. know you're not so liar. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner. Sorry, you guys. Bastard. That was a great starting gag. That was better than the one we were going to do. I'll go with that. Some call it sense media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Chinasa. And we're late. <laughs> As usual. We're, we're late on being late. That's Well, we're but perfecting lateness. The kid was on time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in, in his own house. The kid made it to his own house on time this morning. You know you're late when Adam tells you you're late. Hey, when I call, when I'm like concerned, when I'm concerned about your lateness, <laughs> you are big trouble, Mike. <laughs> you're doing really bad. Cool show today? Cool show today because it's very flavorful. Flavorful, kid. Do you like strawberry ter- strands? Terpy. Yeah. You like Nes- your- you like Nesquik? Yeah. I knew you did. <laughs> wait, wait, whoop, 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 whoop. You got Nesquik? Some? Nesquik? Nesquik? Oh, oh, Nesquik, run! You got some? I do. Is it strawberry flavored? No, it's chocolate. Ah, well, no, that's what I'm talking about. Chocolate strands. <laughs> when I do, it's not the chocolate episode, my friend. That doesn't matter. I have Nesquik. All right. I do love it. I'm glad you have your Nesquik. I like it. Have you tried to press any Nesquik in your rosin press? I've heard heard you can actually make strawberry and chocolate-flavored rosin. Strawberry rosin. Yeah, just mix a little Nesquik into it. I mean, that's the same thing as people blasting (laughs) strawberries in their columns, right? Sure. I had a kid tell me, this was like in New Jersey years ago, you know, and he was like, oh, you know, they make that strawberry-flavored weed? They put strawberry Nesquik in the water. Bullshit. I I don't know. You think it's bullshit? What does your guy say? (laughs) Bullshit, yes. Actually, the thing is, it won't work through the roots, but if you cut the plant and do you it like a flower, it, right? like a flower, and just put it in a vase, mm. it, then it soaks. It'll it up. take it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it'll get like you know, but you got to use stuff like the, the like use stuff like vanilla because it's so strong. And well, it you goes cut through. the branch and you just yeah, you put a little in. vanilla in the water uh-huh. and then, then you test it and you'll you will you'll you'll notice it. It's in there. Huh. So certain things do transfer, but it's like you can't do it through the roots. It's not because there's a lot of other stuff going on between the roots and the flower. Yeah, but once you cut it, it's just like a fucking straw. It yeah, sucks yeah. it right up, you know? What, I, what, what, what? I'm pretty sure that my Instagram just got closed down. Wow, dude, too much the porn. Big, news, 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 news. No, but for The real, kid's though, Instagram. Not Instagram. mine, though. Not mine. Extracted's Instagram. Extracted is gone. I wonder if Adam Dunshow's Instagram is still up. Now, everyone check your Instagram. Everybody so check your sure Instagram. Make sure it's not, you're not part of conspiracy. Me off conspiracy. And said that the person may have changed the password, and now I can't get back. Oh, on. man. Your Instagram oh, no, got there hacked. We go. there, there we go. I'm, oh, no. he's back. Okay. Out. False alarm, guys. False alarm. False alarm. Everybody, Everything's okay. The kid, it's not working. Oh, my goodness. The oh, kid can't get on Chris, Instagram. We need a meme. Quick. I believe that this is going to result in the end of weed because, as we all know, <laughs> extracted the extracted Instagram account pretty much is what. Well, Instagram in general, there holding, would be no cannabis without yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So, 
Okay, I don't really know. I heard that they're going to yeah, start Let's just cancel down. the show. Let's just cancel okay. the show. Can- okay. Show's canceled, guys. No, Sorry. I mean, seriously, with all, with, I mean, oh DNA God. just got shut down. That's big news, though. They're taking news, out news, big news, 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 news. Right, you guys can laugh all you want. That's big fucking things, We, we don't care about Instagram, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. it's marketing, and they literally are targeting people with one point some million followers and then knocking them off just because Of course. That's ridiculous. Well, Danny Danko got knocked off. Yeah. It's lame. And now he's back. See, so it makes you stronger. <laughs> I have a, I, so you, I, you fight back. You fight back to the Instagram. So they, they, they were going to kick him off, and they're like, "Hey, he only has like 200 followers." Why would you kick him off? <laughs> no, I haven't learned that. But I, I, was, I was watching. Can we do the show? I was watching Showtime. Hey, hey. No, and and I came up with a new nickname for you guys. Who? It was off of Sunny. What? Yeah, the gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. Uh, thanks. Yeah, well, that's our new look. You're the gruesome awesome. twosome. We work very well together, okay? We're the gruesome twosome. Gruesome twosome. Gruesome You're the gruesome twosome. It's gruesome you know? twosome. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. We don't worry. We have plenty of nicknames for you. You're <laughs> Uh, so back to strawberry herb. Oh yeah, we talked about. It. We didn't even say the word strawberry yet. Did no, we? So, ah, strawberry. So pretty much backtracked. Forever. He asked about the Nesquik. Yes. Uh, so okay. Herb. Yeah, the first field. story. Bring it up. Uh, what's the first field? story you heard of? Of you, strawberry cough was the first strawberry strain you saw. I think. I pretty yeah. much. Yeah. With the with the bam with the strawberry name attached to it. Yes. And the just and like oh that shit smells like strawberries. Yeah. Oh. Where where you actually searched for that? Like hey, what is that? It really does. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, for sure. And same with like the banana Kush as the real. It's like weird. It smells like, like a banana. Like, okay. like holy shit, this smells like a banana. It does smell <laughs> like a banana. So, but but then it got really big in New York. I mean, it was huge, huge strain. East Coast. I mean, it was one that and the sour is pretty much all New Yorkers want to smoke. Right. And A's, but. Not everybody though. Haze is one of those things you have to be. Then you have that, that separates, I think, the kids from the adults. You know what I mean when it comes to it's weed. It's true. Because if you're like young and just been smoking a couple of years, you're like, this don't taste like Kush, man. It sucks. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, and if you're and like a lot of these, you know, old guys. Oh my god, it can taste like Colombian or something in there. You know, they yeah, yeah. they have the they have the the ability the to kind of yeah exactly to go back to it. So. Strawberry strains, my first one, of course, strawberry cough. And then the story I'd heard, and I actually was texting with Texas Kid to try to get to call him and tell it, because he, it turns out that he was the dude who originally posted on the forums mad long ago. Right. Was that it was some strand from Vermont mm-hmm. uh, called Strawberry Fields. Right. That they were growing in a field of strawberries. Now, there's different variants. The Texas Kid version just says they were growing it there, kind of like... Undercover. To, undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another version that says that growing it there caused the herb to start tasting like strawberries, which that one I don't believe at fucking all. Right. But you talked to a guy I think last night who maybe knows the real story. Is this what we're what um, you were led to believe? Sort of. Yeah. We. Uh, I think uh, he said he said he well, he's not directly the guy. He's not the guy, right? But he's, he knows the real story. Exactly. He knows the family, and he's been told that you know he's allowed to tell the story. To a point, obviously, there's certain things that can't be told because it's too. Everyone will start in. Wait a minute, there's only one of those guys in that whole gotcha. area, you know. So there's some details that'll be left out, obviously. But for the most part, I think he's been given sort of carte blanche to tell the story. And then um, we got our friend who became famous from this strain. Yeah, uh, the, no one's name's attached to a strawberry strain except Kyle Cushman. Yeah, and right. I mean. Because the cough, and became, I smoked the cough before it was cow. It was the yeah, same cut. That sure. was confusing it, for a while. And but. it wasn't that he developed it or anything like that. It's just that he kind of monog- he championed it. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of times in these industry, it's it's not the 
technically the creator, but it's the guy who has actually managed to hang on to it because I've seen so many times where there's a group of people and there'll be one kid who just somehow he's managed to hang on to it and everybody else just screws up, you know? Like with Sour Diesel? And they go back to him and they go back to that kid and at a certain point, that kid just becomes that name, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like where a lot of these strains uh, sort of end up where people are like, you know, and I think at a certain point you you do feel like you've, you've uh, you know, helped this thing because it's like it's one step away from loss at all times, you know what I mean? You've you, kept it around. You leave your cloner off, you lost it, you know what I mean? If you just like, oh, it's okay, I'll take a few cuts and I'll throw them in my cloner and I'll forget to turn it on. And there you go, strain down the drain, you know, <laughs> literally. Down the strain drain. Down the strain drain. That's, yeah. that's strain spelled with a D. Strain. Strain. Yeah, strain. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but uh, it has happened to many, 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 many strains over the years. Um, but, yeah, Kyle Cushman championed that plant. And, you know, he was working for High Times, too, at the time. So I'm sure that helped uh, get, it out, get it out there to the right people. But we'll have him on later on the show uh, to kind of piece this whole puzzle together so i'm gonna go back and this is something i used to love doing on the show i'm gonna actually read some of the old posts like what a lot of us have read before so everyone's working on the same page so this one uh from strainspot.com i I, not particularly noted (laughs) reliable source on strain i was gonna say yeah not not my first choice strawberry cough was originally grown on a strawberry farm in vermont and it is a sure bet the farmer that grew it had no idea how popular this marijuana strain would become uh, that's, I don't, so this one's saying Strawberry Farm in Vermont. That's basically that story. Uh, on Seed Finder, they have the Texas Kids story that Strawberry Fields is a 100% indica strain that originated in Vermont around seven weeks flowering time. Bred for the taste and smell of strawberries and to be able to finish before the first snowfall in Vermont. High yielder, from what he understands, the strain was given its name because the breeder grew it for many years in with his strawberry plants and he claimed that the original scent of strawberries was intensified because of the way he grew the plants together. Nevertheless, if his theories were correct or not, the, the worked plants in his field had developed a scent and smell that matched his freshest strawberries to a tea. But the high was not ideal for his preference, needed to be more cerebral. He took an outstanding pure haze male and crossed it with his best female flowering in his fields. These are essentially the strawberry cough seeds, but not the clone that's going around. The strawberry cough phenoclone was found in sorting through dozens of these seeds they are given to Kyle Cushman. So th- that's the Texas kid story that I think I had read, heard. Mm-hmm. But so now the guy that we're going to have calling in first here, he knows this allegedly the fa- the family in Vermont. Now, does his part of the story jive with this? I don't know. He was saying Canada, though, too. So Interesting. So that is interesting. So And the other thing, too, is we were, we were chatting about stuff, and one of the things that you know popped up was all you know M39 again, the class, the, the one strain. And I was like, well, that I think pretty much is the Beasters. I think Beasters was almost always predominantly that M39 plant from SSSC because it was such a beast of a plant. What's know? the cross on the M39? I don't know. Check it out. Look I it will look that up. It, and because that Kid, was, do you know? Nope. <laughs> I'm looking into this news that you just told me about. I think you have to put cannabis in there probably. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things called M39. Uh, high Times listed as one Canadian, of the top, yeah. time, top 10 Canadian strains of all time. Mm-hmm. So he was connecting the strawberry with the M39? Or was no, no. He's just it? saying that it was one of the things that the family was still doing. But again, I only talked to him very shortly, and I didn't want to. I didn't even want to know the story. I wanted to hear it like live, yeah, with everybody else, because I'm kind of like M39 released in bean form years ago by one of the oldest seed banks in Holland, now long defunct. The M39 was touted as a production plant extraordinaire from the very beginning. Heavyweight indica dominant genetics, 
and a true ease of growth made this hardy strain a staple for Canadian growers from Quebec to Ontario and beyond. It, yeah, probably yeah. is. The, yeah, I'm the pretty pieces. sure that was like the mo. It's kind of like their flow. You know what I mean? How flow is such a consistent. Oh thing. yeah, it says it right here. But beware of Im- of imitations. The buds known as beasters are often poorly grown out M39, or even pretenders mislabeled as M39. So there you go. There you go. From Danko himself, <laughs> without even knowing it. There you go. And that was all assumptions made. <laughs> so, uh, kid, what's up? You getting your Instagram account figured out or what? No, it's done. I'm actually I seem to <laughs> reading into that uh, that news. That oh, did you find out why I did it yet? As you asked, you can't me two find. Ago. They don't even say that they caught whoever did it. And yeah, because they, think they, they didn't catch him people. yet. It's an active shooter. It's fucking crazy though. Yeah, and that's why we don't know why whoever did it. They said that there was three people in yeah. ski masks. I said three people in military gear. Yeah, we don't talk about that stuff Sick on our show because we're a happy show. We're happy over here. We don't, well, we don't necessarily care. Well, well, we do care, but we don't necessarily so want to talk about that. It. it sucks. So. Do you have a news, news, news? News, news, news. No phone calls. Phone calls, phone calls. Fortune magazine. Bad news. We've heard this threat before. Yeah. A weed breathalyzer could be on the way. An Oakland company, there's a new company, we never talked about an Oakland company, working with scientists from the University of California at Berkeley, is claiming a breakthrough in the race to develop an instant roadside marijuana breathalyzer. I got to pause there and say, what up, Berkeley? I thought we were uh, cool with you people. Berkeley, California is kind of like a... They're all like... "Mm." (laughs) It was sort of a counterculture hub. It was. It sold us I think out. everybody's been pushed out of that place, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hound Labs Incorporated, whose device is also uniquely designed to double up as an alcohol breathalyzer, is among a handful of companies and researchers hoping to capitalize on increasingly relaxed marijuana laws in the United States. Hound Labs said on Wednesday it had found an accurate way to measure THC, the psychoactive component in cannabis, within one or two blows. I don't even know how that would work. The portable device is designed to help determine if the driver is impaired from recent marijuana use. Well, they definitely can't prove that. So, the idea is to replace a complicated assortment of costly blood and urine tests that can take days to get a result and cannot distinguish between recent and chronic use. This thing doesn't really explain how they're... Oh, well. While Han Lab's device is designed to accurately measure THC levels from smoked pot, that? it cannot provide evidence of impairment by itself. Our ability to measure THC in breath really should shift the natural dialogue from one about simply detecting if THC is in someone's body to a conversation where standards can be developed that reflect actual impairment. So they're kind of saying, "It'll." I mean, the thing is, oh, we made this device to measure how much weed you have in your system, but you shouldn't get in trouble for how much you have in your system. But who do they think they're going to sell this to? And I'm sure it'll be kind of one of those things where it's going to be pretty hard to tell even if it can tell like you've smoked five minutes ago that's what it's really going to tell you is how recently you smoked i think more than how high you are again it's like that doesn't it's another challengeable thing uh news 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 Man, this is ridiculous. If we work very no. well together, okay? But it grew some Last funny second time. This one's <laughs> awesome news because I've been waiting because this happens, and I kind of think it's only awesome that it made the news. 
That's what's awesome. I'm sure it happens all the time, and people yeah. are stoked. Yeah. They're like, yeah. But this man, Free sandwiches at Jimmy John's? Man no. finds marijuana hidden in drink can. Pretty cool, too. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> Salt Lake City, a man found three ounces of marijuana hidden inside a drink can his girlfriend bought Sunday. Yeah. That's why it's good. Keanu Netzler said his girlfriend bought groceries at a Walmart in Salt Lake City and came home with some Arizona iced tea. Uh, I couldn't have not been when a Walmart, Nets, though. That's when so... Netzler tried to open the drink, something was wrong. It wouldn't open like normal, so he started to investigate it. I started cutting around the top, Netzler said. Why would you do that? Why would he you? He was really that? thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it to the side and get another can. Inside it, <laughs> inside it, he found a cement jar with the marijuana. He immediately asked his girlfriend where she bought the drink. I ran to her room, banged on her door, and was like, where did you get this can, Netzler said. I need Let's more. Yeah, more. do they have more of this on sale? Because these are 99 cents each, and there was three ounces in there. <laughs> that is a very good, that's a good way to get, yeah, he's, he's, he's economic. She insisted she bought the drink at Walmart, and Netzler decided to call police. Oh, oh douche. Loser. I mean, look at him. I know. Wah, 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 wah. Lieutenant Lex Bell with Unified Police said he's seen drugs stored in soda cans before. He's, but he seems it. He's but seen. he's never seen the can inside a store. Bell said drug dealers could be finding new ways to make transactions without meeting face-to-face. New- <laughs> <laughs> Just leave a can in a Walmart, and I'll, I'll give you the money, and you go in there and pick it up. And That's a great idea. I used to do it with a tree stump. What? Yeah, at Walmart? Public- no, but not at a Walmart, though. So, yeah, yes. It was a public place, though. Tree. I'd go in. I'd grab the stuff. I'd leave the money in the tree, and then he'd come back and get it. Was that a hostage situation? In no, it was just he, didn't movie? Want, he just didn't want people to see him, and then there was nothing. It just looked like I was getting weed from a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> looks normal. News, this kid news, keeps news. coming to get weed from a tree. Don't hey, listen. News, 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 news. Minnesota to allow pain patients into the medical marijuana program. We may be starting to get some listeners in Minnesota, which nice. I don't think we have any of. Uh, nah, Minnes- we got to have at least one listener. I don't know. Minnesota's expanding the pool of people who will be eligible for medical marijuana to include those with chronic pain. Minnesota's medical marijuana program, struggling with lack of patients, will open its door to pain patients next summer. Health Commissioner Ed Ellinger said, uh, announced Wednesday that the state will add intractable pain to the short list of conditions that allow Minnesotans to legally use medical marijuana. The existing tools are not working well to manage pain, said Ellinger, a physician himself. Adding pain patients to the program was the, quote, right and compassionate choice. Uh, so starting August twenty, August 1st, 2016. Argus, 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 Argus. <laughs> I heard that, too. Starting <laughs> August 1st, 2016. You're going to be doing That's how they say it in Minnesota. Yeah, Warshin. It's, it's called August in Minnesota. It's not. Haven't you ever heard how they talk? I haven't heard uh, in Minnesota, so no. First pain patients will be able to legally use medical marijuana on August 1st, 2016, barring any changes from the legislature. That's kind of interesting because you hear about Illinois being in the same thing where they're like, Illinois, huge program, no patients. Yeah, they had like, they had nothing, right? Nothing. No. Nobody. Nobody. Well, it's because I think a lot of people are just trying to hold back to get go straight to rec. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of the... Well, and I mean, a lot of these places pass it, but they don't want to put pain on the list, mm-hmm. but then it gets changed. Oh, news, news, wow. news, 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 news. Come on, Dred's waiting. News, 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 news. And put real news, news, news on because he doesn't hey, like that news. Scientist presses Oregon for stopgap pesticide testing of marijuana. Stopgap. Stopgap. Starting next spring, Oregon will require all marijuana products sold in dispensaries or recreational shops to undergo testing for nearly 60 pesticides. Until the new rules take effect, the state plans to allow the marijuana industry to continue to operate as it does now with broad pesticide regulations that allow tainted products to end up on store shelves. 
But on Monday, the Oregon Health Authority signaled that it is willing to consider tightening up current pesticide rules until new, tougher regulations go into into effect next June. A member of the committee that advises the agency on medical marijuana rules on Monday pressed the state to require tougher testing between now and June. Mowgli Holmes, a scientist who owns Phylos Bioscience, a Portland-based company that does genetic research on cannabis, on Monday pushed the health authority to ditch its current requirement that marijuana be tested for four broad classes of chemicals and instead require testing of 10 or 20 of the most commonly used pesticides. Hmm. How about that? How about that? It's pretty boring news. I mean, it's pesticide testing in another state. That's kind of progressive, new. I don't know. It's news. It's new. boring to you. Like that should be news because it should just be standard. That's like saying, you know, yeah, but restaurants it, are now. There's two sta- health critics. This will make this will make the food critics or whatever health, criti- health, health health inspectors. inspectors. There we go. There you go. <laughs> health inspectors. Oh my god! The critics, critics here. The food critics here. Everybody health clean critics. up. <laughs> <laughs> health critic. Can. Health critic is here. He's gonna... No, but I mean, like that's like that's what I mean. That's like saying health inspectors go to restaurants. We should, no, we should have pesticides. It really shouldn't be news. It should just be. We should not. We should have. I can't speak today. We should not you, be using pesticides. Period. That should just be how it is. It shouldn't be news. It should just be. Well, you know what's funny news. about that? Hit the news, news, news for me. News, 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 news. news. I'm going to hit with a few. Pot recall. Edipure pulls 7,770 edibles over what? Pesticides. It is big news. And then you don't have to pull the trigger more, but Denver announces ninth pot recall in 10 weeks over pesticide concerns. Or what about this one? Uh... Pot products from Denver-based Lab 710 recalled over pesticides. This is number eight. And these were all in the last week. I mean, the thing is that there's so much right now because people weren't – like there's material that's been sitting forever. Right. And people are just pulling it out and no one tested any of that stuff. And now the new stuff has been – so it's like we're going to go through a lot of this. Now, is this all on the rec side, on the med side? I'm sure it's on both sides. Uh, we got Gaia's Gardens here. We got, uh, and they're just doing this through secret shoppers, right? They send people in to buy product, and then they test it themselves. Usually, it they list the pesticides on the label, and like, then they're just saying pure, that that pesticide is not a pure, well. Like, a lot I of them, a lot of them didn't change their labeling from before, and right. then they had the listed that the old pesticide as the regulations changed. Like so, they left so it some on of them there. got so some of them did got in trouble screwed from, from their labels more right. than from their actual material. Right. right, but I mean, you already kind of screwed up by doing that. It's like you can't. Put out stuff that says <laughs> yeah. it has illegal stuff on it. Right. Huh. So that's not good. No. Nope. But like I said, I wish I could say that, like, oh, it's not news that another place is adding pesticide regulations, but obviously uh, we'll it's a problem. It, yeah. It's going to become the standard anyway. That's what it needs to I be. I mean, the cool part about this is it's pushing, it's going to push industry to come up with alternatives that are hopefully, you know, safer. Like growing is, from seed. Well, that doesn't guarantee anything either. I mean, you still can get PM on a seed plant. I mean, just, you have maybe a mm-hmm. better chance not to, sure. but some plants are just as susceptible sure. and they get it. You know, so it it's not like people are are, are going to totally alleviate it by starting from seed. But what they they're you know better practicing is the first point. And that would yeah. that would take so long for your runs too. If you had to start every run from seed, if you couldn't well, once you're running, once you're up and yeah. running, and you have a big veg area, you don't really count okay. that anymore because yeah. it just they go in when they go in. So it's just like cutting like, clones. Unless you're sitting in a closet with one light one and you're going to veg with like, one oh, light man, and then you're going to flip it. And then flip it. Then it's an issue. But besides yeah. that, once you have two rooms, there's no issues on time. With That's a, that's like the reason people don't grow from seed for so long because they're oh, my God, the time. It takes so long. And you're like, 
just don't, the don't, first time. Don't you have things going on? Can't you start <laughs> seeds and then in a corner over here somewhere and right. then have things flowering right. over there and you got enough going on? You don't have to wait on the one. I mean, for the, it's always the first plant, obviously, is going to be the one you have to wait for. But you know, after that. After that. Should be good. You should have your shit news, rolling. News, in Michigan, marijuana dispensary burns down, owner arrested. Uh, Medical owner marijuana arrested. shops have become almost commonplace throughout North Genesee County, but it appears the owner may have broken the law. Also, journalists don't know how to write well in Michigan. It's very concerning, said Ruth Patterson. Patterson said late last night she noticed something suspicious across the street, an empty parking lot in front of five-star meds except one vehicle a black van i wish i would have reported it patterson said patterson spotted the van a few hours before the building caught fire i called it in they said a rig was on the way a rig and they were like cool we got a rig and we got some some we got (laughs) so let's make some let's make some i got a rig open blast yeah uh while Patterson waited for emergency crews to arrive, she shot video of the blaze with her cell phone. Yeah, they were blazing. She was shooting <laughs> they shot them blazing. She said them. Pulled up the she rig. said the fire is the third within a few weeks. It has her wondering what's happening in her neighborhood. That is weird. Uh, drug enforcement agents were on the scene Tuesday afternoon, removing several dozen marijuana plants. Police said one of the owners of Five Star Meds was arrested, and the business may have been operating illegally. Arrested for arson or arrested for... Just no bad, bad business practices. I'm wondering if it was like, oh, there's a fire at this building. We got to go look. Oh, there's weed plants in here. Does this guy have a license to have weed plants? Could be. But I mean, it said five star meds of the sign. So I you'd know. assume they have their. Uh, you know, it's Michigan. Things don't work the same there. News, news, news. Hey! News, 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 Denver is pushing for 120. Have you noticed that the weed in stock photos has gotten better in the past that's five not, years? That's, that's not, not great. No, no, no. But it's better than it used to then be. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It used yeah. to be really, really bad weed. Uh, Denver pushing for a 120-day extension of new marijuana license moratorium. Denver's quick response to the legalization of recreational marijuana and the creation of systems that enforce that code has won plaudits from around the country and attracted hundreds of government officials to a city-sponsored two-day marijuana management symposium earlier this month. But Denver's work is far from done, and yesterday, this is last week, Denver City Council Business Development Committee met to consider updates to the marijuana regulatory structure. Uh, basically, they, they extended the moratorium to co- for businesses to convert from medical to recreational for 120 days so they can consider extending it another two years. But what doesn't make sense is, as we know, as Cheesecake Lady's always telling us, the state is trying to stop issuing patient medical marijuana recommendations because they want the tax dollars. So they want right. more people shopping rec. Yep. But now the businesses can't become rec. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Conundrums. The black market is psyched. That's As, what I know. That's what happens all the time. The, the funny thing is they keep trying to to figure out ways to like keep, take the black market out and they just keep feeding it. Like, like Amazing. Fanning the fire. It's like New York style where you're like, you know what? No flowers. That's a great idea. That won't. That'll stop the black market. Yeah, that. That'll, that'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll stop those guys from importing. Dead flowers. in their tracks. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Uh, 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 I'm trying to translate some stuff. Oh, translating. Where is it coming from? Uh, well, because when we're talking strawberries, do you know about the Erd beer? Erd beer. Erd beer. No. Which is apparently strawberry in Swiss. Oh, oh, Erd beer. Yeah. yeah, you don't. I don't know how to pronounce it. And what about it? Uh, I'm going to translate it. It's a strawberry strain. Um, that they have. Yes. And you sure it's not just their version of? 
it's gonna we're gonna get into the timeline here because Matt Riot insists to me that this is where the strawberry strain came, strawberry strains came from. Yeah, and that this is this has to be. There's no other way. It couldn't have come. You know, anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. Is what he says. So we're gonna look up the uh, Erd beer. Ergen beer again. Okay. Right. This says this strawberry or beer is a clone only genetic since about 1994, based in Switzerland. Uh, it was for a little bit very common. The basic genetics are unknown. It's likely to be a sativa with Afghani genes. Um, so I don't know what some of this stuff is. Just terrible translations. Thanks for the getting the words out. Google. Green Hornet. Never heard of that. Are we done with news? Yeah, no. we're doing this. No more news. Uh, a Swiss farmer phoned the breeder and said he had found in a field full of strawberry plants a single plant, only male pollen sacs. And, and this is a guy supposedly in Switzerland? Switzerland. Same dude. story? Really similar story. And then I found another story about Erd beer, the Swiss version. Where's that phone number for that guy? Can we call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't call him. No. He's got to call us. He knows, he's, did you tell him to call us? No, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about. The German guy. We need to call that guy because they said they, they called the... Oh, the breeder. Yeah, yeah, we need to find that guy. The Erd beer is an industrial strain bred to flower quickly, be mold-resistant, and machine-harvestable. It is said to be bred as a school project at a Swiss university to create perfect Swiss industrial ganja. Some seeds somehow got lost. That's another version. Uh, and then this is from Hybrids from Hell's Site. Uh, I was... Uh, he first came across the strain in 99, he says... That's the kid. The kid. The he kid. says, he says there remains one most stubborn rumor about the source that doesn't agree with that previous one, that there was a hemp freak living with many squatters in a big factory complex in Zurich. Uh, he made the original seeds. Probably it was never his intention to sell seeds. The squat was shut down by police, and the Erd beer was, was available to a few clone producers in the Zurich area. Zurich. Zurich. Zurich, Switzerland. Is where Adam says. Chat room, what do you guys think? That's interesting. Some crazy guy in a squat. Yeah, which like I feel like is not the best environment for breeding. I actually can't can't imagine uh, doing that. Breeding in a squat. That seems impossible. Oh, it's been done. <laughs> Plenty of times. That's like true breeding, really? Like generations to work in lines? Yeah, there's guy I mean, there is some wacky freaks in those squats and hemp freak? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. there's, you know, I mean, some of those places have got a lot of, <laughs> quite a lot of land. They got a lot of space. Then there's people doing all sorts of, I mean, there was, there was uh, a squat in, in Amsterdam that for years, I mean, you go out there and it was like people had fields like growing in their area because no cops would ever go into that spot. Right. You know I mean, it's pretty much free, free zone, you know, and they live there for 10 plus 12 years, you know, so it's like, it's not like they all have to move around all the time. A lot of those sure, things. Now like they do. Now squats. they're all gone. Now pretty much all the squats are gone. But for the longest time, those were like establishments. And a lot of them were pretty, you know, I mean, a lot of times they were polluted polluted land. You know what I mean? So yeah. it wouldn't be like ideal for most things. So they, I guess I'm you, always picturing like a New York squat you, where it's a building. So you're you talking about there were like field squats. Yeah. Well, there'd be like old warehouse with a big field next to it and knock down the building and then reclaim it. And, you know, and there's people... There's all sorts of ex-military bases and and there's, good kind of squat. Yeah, there's, what's, what's the best kind of squat? Um, well, there's a lot. There was ones that were literally like 
top floor penthouse apartments with swimming pools and everything. That That's people the best had, kind of people <laughs> went to the party one time and it was like elevator to the top floor. You get there, the you know the pool was empty and they people were skating in it and doing whatever. But it was sure. like literally a multi million dollar apartment in Amsterdam with built in pools and everything and. They got it all working. They got the intercoms working. They got the you know the ringer and all everything the worked. You know, the radio it had TVs in every room, like or like you know screens in every room that you could communicate with people. And it was just it was like wow, this is this is nice. And there was another one that this was squatting. There was another one that was really cool. It was an old em- embassy. Really, an embassy? Yeah. I feel like that's the sort of building that doesn't get forgotten about. Like no, a country a, owns that, right? It was an embassy, and it was uh, uh, the, it was called the Elf, the eleventh floor. So it was the elf, the elf, yeah. and it was elf is eleven and, in German, yeah? yeah, the same in Dutch, yeah. And it was, um, it was crazy, dude. You go there and it was just like every floor something, something else going on, you know. My friend was blowing glass in his studio, and then you go down, there's everyone's on acid and freaking out the whole time, and you just be like, my god, this, this floor is crazy. Oh yeah, and you go to like then there'd be a party going on for like a week on the top floor, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, it just goes on all week, it doesn't stop, you know. And you're just like, wow, this is nuts, you know. Those 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 times are pretty fun. Squatter so, days. Squatter days. And it's funny. I never lived in a squat, and everybody always was assuming that I lived in a squat. <laughs> what squat do you live in, Adam? So you live in a squat, right? I was like, how do I say You look I, weird, and you smell kind of bad. You I lived in... I, I spent my... I always paid my rent. I always paid rent. A lot of rent. I would say... Even CeCe's like, you love to pay rent, don't you? Like, yeah, I love to pay rent. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Me too. <laughs> I'm all about rent. You love paying rent. Yeah, There's something about that satisfaction of like not owning anything, not owning having anything. that security deposit in there too. Yeah, so they you'll never get it back. Money. You'll never get it back. I've never got a security deposit back. I don't think ever, like ever. Seriously, never. Because he because he hangs out with squatters and stuff. Say, as soon as he has an apartment, and people start squatting in the spare room. Yes, no, it was really funny. Like the last place I lived in Amsterdam was a really nice place, like a super nice apartment, and uh, but I, it was just like I never was there half the time. So this is like this is the biggest waste of time. Should have lived in a squat. Would have yeah. been great. My ex girlfriend was in a squat. Pulled her out of a squat. Pulled her out of a squat. <laughs> like, she should have pulled you in. <laughs> I pulled her out. Uh, so. you got uh you got your strawberry? Oh anyway, let me Strawberry go. Jerry, we're gonna, gonna call him right now. I give him a text to know him. Strawberry so Jerry. Originally, I told him we're going to call him at ten o'clock this morning, and we're going to yeah, have a great discussion. That's okay. He, I we we were supposed to talk about this uh, months ago, and I just got a hold of him this week. So that's right. Strawberry Jerry, ladies and gentlemen. Strawberry Jerry forever. Uh, so, chat room, what do you guys think? Do you think that uh, this Swiss strain was, as Matt Riot theorizes, where this strawberry? You know, Matt is of this opinion that there are only s- certain terpene mutations that exist in only certain obscure lines that it could it really wouldn't happen twice it's such a a long shot thing and his other example for that by the way is the banana og uh-huh because some people say it's a skunk haze cross and he's like there's no way there's only one thing that's ever had that banana the sagarmatha banana and that's what it had to be um what it, what do you think adam chat room what do you guys think i mean it's hard you to see say people it's... like accidentally remake a strain that doesn't, smells the same, it doesn't it happen, doesn't right? Happen. No, not, not, not very often, right? Like, how long have we been searching for skunk terps? If someone could have done that by accident, I feel like I would know by now. No, for sure. Dead air's good, though. Dead Kid, what are, you, what are you looking at? Are you worried about California? Are you going to I'm San Bernardino? Just, I mean, do you realize that was just like blocks from where... Blocks I know, where because of the testing, the raves and the drugs... I'm trying to the testing, the raves, anywhere, the drugs. You're not fucking uh, safe anywhere anymore. Jade Helm. I mean, I, wait, 
It's just bullshit. You think any innocent oranges were hit? I can't leave my house without. An AK-47. Feeling like I, well, no, but without feeling like somebody's going to walk into whatever fucking building I'm in and just decide to start shooting an no, AK-47. Well, well, yeah, I mean, that's you've lost now. You have you've lost. lost. You've lost. The government won. You have lost. You're going to give them you the can't power. Be scared. Yeah, you oh, can I'm not never afraid. I just think it's bullshit that that... It's I mean, not, like I said, if, not if, true, I, if somebody's going to walk into my building and start shooting, then that's just going to happen. I'm not afraid of that. It's just the fact that we have Skype up, right? Yeah, we do. Right, but the sure, fact sure. that we have to even have that concern, have to. It's even, a lot like pesticides. Right, right. It is. It is. The gun terrorists are like pesticides, and the fact that I have to worry about <laughs> someone, even I even have to think about pesticides being on my weed is bullshit. And the fact that I even have to be standing in a Walgreens, for example, and have to think, is there going to be a fucking dude coming in here and shooting up the Walgreens because? It sells birth control or something. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. What I, if what if it's for uh, whether it's government orchestrated or not? It's still ridiculous. It's Jade Helm, right, Adam? Yeah. I mean, if if it's government orchestrated, then that's fucking bullshit. And if it's not government orchestrated, then people are just fucking sick. And either way, it's bullshit that we have to have that. And it. I mean, you know, honestly, I've never. Maybe it's because people. Get angry about things. But they no, get but, too salty. okay. But listen, I get angry and I get salty. Never once could I ever contemplate. Taking another's life. I mean, fighting with somebody or her beating someone up or getting into a fight or getting beat up, that's one thing. But thinking about taking someone's life over something like that, you would have to harm me, harm my family. They're the only two things that well, would you, require... Well, you're not old enough to have that level of saltiness possibly, too. These uh, but what about are those Aurora, that Aurora shooter, man, who shot up this... The you're not on enough pills. That's true. I mean, but uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. There's, uh, it just, I've never, I've always been gun friendly, just like Adam said, but I've never had a gun, but I've never also wanted to get a gun. That's and now weird. That's I like do. people saying they're dog friendly and they don't have a dog. No, like I've shot guns. Like, I've gone like, to the I like kids, but I don't have a kid. If I you say, say if carry you, a gun. If you were to say to me, you know, I'm very kid friendly. I love kids. But you don't have a kid yet. Yeah. I just don't have a gun. I don't carry a gun. You didn't say gun yet. I don't have a gun. I've never felt the need to carry a gun until now. And I feel like I want to go and get You are like the. You, you are like Sonny. You're like just like that show. No, when no, they no, all went out and got their guns. They all went yes. nuts. It's exactly no, like that. Is that what that <laughs> happened? Yes. <laughs> that I've never seen There's actually two episodes about it. Gun fever, too hot, and gun fever, still too hot. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty much. It's they pretty go, the same they thing. They are going crazy. But, but no, for real. I mean, it, the fact that that we could be – I mean, who, what's to say uh, the can, uh, Cannabis Cup isn't a next targeted event? You know what I mean? The Denver Cannabis Cup with 60,000 people, Cannabis Cup would be a people, great event. Let's, let's put it out there for them. Well, hey, guys. I'm, if sure, you I'm sure ISIS <laughs> isn't listening to the Adam Dunn show. Oh, dude. They're the you biggest. didn't see. Uh, I posted on Adam's. Did yeah? you see? No. Oh, that, they, they ripped they, off the, the ADSI logo. Hey, got, call her. Call her. Call they her. ripped off – ISIS has officially started a war with the Adam Dunn show. Yeah, I know. Let's hope that it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got on the Hey, day? guys. Hey, nice talking to you. Hey, you know, the funny part is between Mitch and I, we both, ne- neither of us caught any, yeah, never, any, any names. We or, never caught your name. We call you Strawberry Jerry. Now you're Strawberry Jerry, your but we would know. <laughs> cool. I'll uh, use that as an AKA, I guess, huh? There you go. Whatever you want. I mean, we didn't really want to blow you out of the water, but then we were like, hey, we can't do it because we don't even know his name. So that keeps it more yeah, mysterious. Yeah, I was just uh, going, by, uh, going by the name Narsgaard. Okay, nice one. Narsgaard, <laughs> a.k.a. Strawberry Jerry. Yeah, we like Strawberry Jerry. Yeah, we? a.k.a. Strawberry <laughs> Jerry, man. So, so we, totally, I like it. We touched on a few things here. We actually read, because um, I guess you weren't listening to the show, but we read um, uh, a German breeder's story about... Swiss breeder. Swiss breeder, breeder sorry, German, Swiss, yeah. Oh, yeah, Swiss, Swiss breeder. And, mm-hmm. and it was uh, right around the same, it was like 1994, 
and it's like the same story. Like he's talking. So there's this Swiss strawberry strain. That we should we should discuss that. Yes. There's a Swiss strawberry strain, and a buddy of ours says it's got to be the same. It's got to be connected. It has to be. There can't be two strawberry mutations. There's no way. So, I think uh, isn't Ariane using that? I think it's in one of uh, one of the greenhouse strains, isn't it? Yeah, but this is pre that. This is like this is like yeah. Uh, 1994 is the so earliest. A year before he started his seed company, also. And it was, yes. but they're claiming like similar stories as far as the strawberry field, growing it in. It the probably field. it probably is because like you know it's um it's all those uh, kind of that, that that same kind of flavor strains kind of come out of that NL five line you know like the Mikado or whatever is like the raspberry and then there's like yeah tell, the, tell, uh, tell us about the NL five connection to it too because you told me that yesterday yeah I didn't I Adam did not remember anything that oh, I was tired him. I was like, oh, it's like I didn't even so, ask him too many questions I and said I you know what for today for the hundred people who are listening now and the thousand plus who are going to listen in the next week let's just lay it out who are you Strawberry Jerry and why the hell are we listening to you tell us this story well it's um it's the strawberry field is from Vermont you know I know the family really well and uh how, and how long, uh, how long have you known the family? I've uh, known the family since about 2005. Okay. and But they, they obviously had been doing it since way before then, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an older member of the family. And, uh, you know, when I first met them, I, you know, I just I just thought, you know, this is like some, some shot of the cough or something like that. You know what I mean? I didn't think, you know. It, it, it was what it was, you know, at first, you know, until I got to know him a little better, and then we got to find out that uh, we were growing the, the first strain that we got from the older member of the family who was growing in. He, he makes his own seeds. He makes his own. He, he sells the plants. And uh, you get a couple of seeds every once in a while when you get a bag from him. So the first stuff we were getting from him was the strawberry pheno. I guess he had been... It, well, all right, well, I guess it started originally what it was. It started in Canada. You know, the same, same family um, ended up in Vermont, and uh, it, it's, a, it's an NL5 haze. And it's the, you know, one of the NL5 phenos of that strain. You know, how, like, grapefruit is like an NL5 sort of phenol, the Mikado, and all those other sort of things. It's kind of the same deal. Strawberry, the raspberry, the uh, grapefruit. It's kind of like the same deal. So, so, you, so you're saying that you think that all those fruity terps are sort of like hidden somewhere in NL5, just waiting for the right combination to pop out. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's, it was like an NL5 haze, but like a you know, sort of like a grapefruit phenol sort of type of deal. But it's, it was like, and it's amazing. You know, how I, that... I just, I just popped a bunch of like S1 sweet pink grapefruits, and I got like you know, really short. Um, most of the phenotypes are like a you know, a grapefruit more. A little bit taller, sativa-looking leaf pheno, and they're very fruity. But uh, I got one phenotype out of, like, 35 seeds that was really like an Afghan pheno. Really looked tight, smaller, fatter leaves. Um, you know, really hashy-flavored buds, but it was really, really strawberry-like. And you can kind of see, like, that kind of where it all comes from in that annual five family, you know. So the strawberry we, we were getting from him at first was uh, just like that. It was like kind of like an NL5, like strawberry-like Afghan pheno with like a little bit of haze in it. And what it was was uh, he took the strawberry fields like years ago, and he had a Hawaiian sativa 
that was crossed to a pineapple gush. And then he had those two females going. He had the strawberry fields, and he had that um, pineapple gush Hawaiian. And he selfed, but he had been selfing the strawberry fields for a while, and he had, you know, I guess, a seed stock made up. He crossed those two and ended up, um, what we were growing when I met them was um, the strawberry fino of that cross. And then we started getting, um, after a while, we started getting the other pheno, which was like the pineapple cush Hawaiian pheno. And that was uh, really, really cat-pissy, like the haze Hawaiian pheno side. And it was, um, we started calling it Vermont catfish. You know, it was like so fucking cat-pissy. I mean, it would like make people gag. Like, just fucking, but in a good way, you know. <laughs> kind of like that, you know, how skunk is a... Uh, so I want to ask good, good and bad sometimes, right? I'm curious enough about the cat piss, but to go back to the strawberry and the strawberry field. So where did he say he got it from? Uh, you know, it's a Sativa Sea Club. You know, it's mail order. Just the NL5 Hayes pack of seeds from Super Sativa Seed Club that he grew out. Yeah. And now, what's the whole thing with growing it in a strawberry field? And no, see that, yeah, they're, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, like a lot of people in an area, a lot of people are farmers, they're farmers too, and, uh, no one was really, uh, it has nothing to do with, um, you know, a strawberry farmer or a strawberry crop or matching it to the flavor of his strawberries, you know, or anything like that. It was just a phenotype that popped out, you know what I mean? It's just a story, you know? Right, so it wasn't grown in a strawberry field per se. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> sounds good though, right? It's it good sounds story. really yeah, good. Yeah, definitely good, does. That's that's what it sounds good. Except for if you like, if you're growing weed before, you're like it can't absorb flavors from the plants, yeah. or it can in both Switzerland and America. Yeah, only in these magic it. or these magic spots, <laughs> yeah. these magic zones in the world. <laughs> that's one of those theories I'm not too uh, settled on. You know what I mean? There seems to be some experts. I think. So around, around what year it. was he first really putting out the strawberry fields? I'm sorry, sorry, say it again. Around what year was he really putting out that strawberry fields to start with? Um, that, that's the thing is, um, I, I really, I, I don't know, I didn't get any like dates on that. Um, the older, the older guys, they don't really like talking about it too much. So getting a lot of information from them is like, it's kind of you know. Some people think, like, um, you know, it's just this story, like this magical strawberry farmer, you know. I mean, so these people are, like, uh, you know, they weren't, they're doing it for, like, you know, personal use and stuff like that. They're doing it for, to. Do you know if they're, like, uh, provide a living for themselves and stuff like that? And, um, like, it, some of the older generation of this family, the ones that started it, they don't sort of. They're not like in the scene like we are so much. You know what I mean? Like they don't like sure. Do you think care to happy? talk about it as much as like the younger younger members of the family do that I'm friends with? You know. Sure. So it's kind of harder to get a lot of information. Exactly what date did you do it? And it's like you know, then they kind of get sketchy. You start asking them stuff like that. You know, oh, we know, buddy. We've been doing this <laughs> show for like yeah. two years. We talk to a lot of them. Yeah. No. And it, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're happy that people believe this story about the farmer because then there's people driving around looking for strawberry good farm. cover story yeah where's that strawberry farm yeah. in vermont i heard yeah, about it you yeah, know what i mean yeah. and so you know but there's really no there's really no like full-on strawberry farms anyway you know what i mean like they're yeah, they're berry like farms they and they do strawberries and stuff yeah. too but um i one thing i wanted to uh, say is that the way i guess it got down to uh, connecticut is you know or the way it got 
out of Grandpa's house. He doesn't get out clones or anything like that. Um, but you said so he it, kept... You know, it got out, it got out of his house through the, the feminized seeds he was making that come in his bag. So somebody must have sprouted them in Vermont and brought a clone down to Connecticut, or they brought some seeds, some feminized seeds down, and they sprouted them there, and then that's how Kyle Cushman got it, I guess. So... Well, we're going to have Kyle on later today. I mean, the, Kyle's story that I've read, and we'll get it from his mouth, is that he got a bunch of uh, seeds from a, a special guy. So he says he got huh. seeds, and then he popped those and found his pheno uh, of the strawberry cough, or at least that's what I we read earlier today. But we'll yeah. get it uh, right from Kyle's mouth in uh, about two minutes here. Ten, what time is it? Is it one fifty or one fifty eight? I can't read. It's one fifty. That's awesome. Yeah, one fifty nine. I'm sending him the text. Cool. So yeah, he should call in in a minute, and then we can make uh, maybe make some connections. I mean, it would be cool if you guys knew common people, and we could really line the stories up because everyone knows that Kyle Cushman definitely has what we know to be the strawberry cough. Yeah, yeah. So if I've we could some somehow... stories online that uh, kind of. You know, uh, talk about the area that it's supposed to be from, and it's like right on the hit, hit the nail right on the head. I was like, wow, I didn't really expect to come across any stories, but right, um, yeah. I read a name of some guy that supposedly brought it down from Vermont, but we didn't recognize the, the nickname or anything like that. So, gotcha. Um, someone by the name of Cornbread. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we don't know him, but <laughs> well, you could probably uh, you could probably figure something out with Kyle. I mean, if you guys know the same people. To me, that would yeah, give um, a lot well, of... Yeah, a lot of people get, get his blood up in Vermont, so it's, it could have been anybody, you know. Sure. It's, it, it usually always has seeds in it. You know, you always get a couple, you get an egg, so, you get a couple of seeds in it. So, so this strawberry bud has been around Vermont for a while? This kind yeah, of it's um, a lot of people, you can, you'll hear a lot of people, um, you know, so it's called the, you know, the strawberry, they'll call it the strawberry or the NL5Hs. A lot of people know, a lot of people up there know it, it to be NL5Hs, you know. They'll call it the strawberry or NL5 haze. Or well, if you think about the structure on it, though, it does have, like, because the thing is, NL5 haze is one of those plants that really has, like, large calyxes and really, like, the leaves are very pointy and distinctive. There's certain things about mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? So when you grow it out mm-hmm. compared to, to uh, like, the NL2 is a lot more, like, indi- more heavy indica looking and... Fruitier, too, right? Yeah, and and, and, yeah. Like the, and the leaves were more hanging on it, you know, whereas the NL5 haze, uh, the NL5 haze really had that, like, pow, almost like how the golden goat grows, you know what I mean? Like that like, yeah. overextended uh, look praying at all times, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah. Is a, which is a happy look. We like that. Well, there's a lot of people like that that know that used to grow, like, the, you know, the strawberry, the Vermont strawberry. It, it must have come from his seeds, you know, there was, I don't know if it was a cutting going around or there was many cuttings from his seeds, I have no idea, but a lot of people were growing, you hear a lot of stories about the strawberry, the strawberry, the Vermont strawberry, the nl 5 they call it, but a lot of people they, that were growing that, they don't seem to know that it turned into what, strawberry cough, <laughs> you know what I mean, nobody, it's, well, so, so, okay, you know, so I want to read you the, the story that we read in the beginning of the show uh, from Texas Kid, who he, I did get a hold of, and he said, man, I, I frankly, at this point, don't even remember it. At the time, I knew what I was talking about, but I'm not that crazy about right. it anymore. Um, he says, okay, the, cl- the strawberry cough pheno was found in sorting through dozens of these seeds that were given to Kyle Cushman. That's what he says. But then Nibu said, who worked with Cushman at High Times, and we'll ask Cushman himself in a minute, that it's that strawberry fields crossed with a haze. 
uh, and that mm-hmm. Cushman had gotten it as a clone, uh, not seeds. Uh, he, I guess he said he got, he got it in a box or something. He didn't think it was going to be very good. When he right. got it home, he opened the box, and I guess smelled like strawberry, warm, which is totally a bit of strawberry flavor. Like when, he when it. I brought my strawberry cough clones from one place to another place after a long journey that involved a lot of traveling. Um, it definitely reeked like strawberries when you pop that thing. Even just the cut. Yeah, especially like, when you oh. get like, you know, you got an older, a couple of clones like off the original mom, they start getting those, you know, the ovaries on the side that have all the, all the crystals and stuff. They always reek, you know, you always get a good rub on those. So. And it's good. I mean, any strain where you can really like smell a distinct, not just planty aroma in like, not even in veg, but like it's a, it's a cut, you know what I mean? It's a snip. It's not even yeah. rooted. Um, I think that's always good. Yeah, definitely. Sure. I've had some that just hurt your nose when you smell them, you know? Just the leaves. <laughs> All right, so he's ready with headphones uh, on, so we can just get kids. Cool, so we just need to have uh, Ryan ready on the controls, and we'll bring Kyle Cushman on, and we'll ask him. Now, cool. now our buddy Matt Riot, he says he's skeptical of the NL5 haze thing. Now, what were you telling me about, uh, what were you saying about other phenos? that are similarly fruity that you've pulled out of the NL5 haze or know about? Um, well, you know, I guess, I guess like the Mikado I heard is, uh, supposed to be, you know, I guess it's AKA known as the raspberry. So it's like that raspberry, phenol, and I, I guess grapefruit is NL5 also. And, uh, and, uh, what else do we have? Uh, you know, the strawberry and stuff like that all seems to be out of the same NL5 line, right? Yeah, I mean, Adam seems to vouch for it. Matt doesn't believe that there can be two bananas either. But again, we go back to that theory, and this is a broader question. We're not doubting the story. We're asking this philosophical, of course. Like, I've seen what I, what I get out of like NL five is usually like uh, hazy flavors or cushy, uh, not cushy, but um, you know, hashy Afghani sort yeah, of flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, hazy, and the, fr- yeah. the fruity phenos. So I, it seems to be those three sort of. Speaking of fruity phenos. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> speaking of fruity finos, we got somebody my, on the wait, line. What's my nickname again? I'm sorry, I have to write that down. I'm going to forget. Uh, uh, fruity, fr- strawberry Jerry. Uh, strawberry, oh, cool. Yeah, strawberry. Yeah, there's a there's a, um, a Jerry berry that goes around in Vermont. It's it's a uh, purple pine berry. That's a, that's a cutting that's been going on for a while. Strawberry Jerry. That sounds like a segue to me. Yeah. Well, we were actually <laughs> you were the fruity fino we were talking about actually. <laughs> oh, so I'm Fruity Fino and he's Strawberry Jerry. <laughs> well, we just said you're the, the, the a, a Fruity Fino just popped on our line here. So, and then, you know, <laughs> whenever you can use those two words together, we're going to do it every time. So, uh, Mr. Kyle Cushman is on the line. I'm, I'm glad you answered the call today because I was thinking it was a, it was a quick one. I was like, get him on the line now. Like, All What's right. up, wow. Mr. Dunn? How are you doing, my friend? I'm great. How's your show? It was fun. It was great. I got blasted. Yeah, you had Bubble Man on, huh? I did. It was, you know, it was just, we just went with the flow and I just ended up uh, lighting up some cherry cough. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Are you going, so, are you on Hash Church a lot with him or? I haven't done it yet. And, you know, I we, just ran go, into him we go literally in physically <laughs> for the first time we saw each other in 10 years yeah, in, well, in Jamaica. To, yeah, and I was going to say, was, he can't come to America, was, so it has to be somewhere else, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he can um, come, but, he just doesn't want to come. But uh, I'm definitely going to do it. We were we were talking about it at the end of the show, and nice. uh, you know it's a it's a great it's a great podcast. Yeah, well, we uh, I got somebody requesting me to come on in the next couple of weeks too, so maybe we'll maybe we'll be there together. Our heads will be 
right next to each other <laughs> on a little strip. <laughs> on a little strip, as as it should be. Yeah. So uh, we obviously brought you in because of the Strawberry Fields connection, and you know, like we said, you're you're probably the most well known person out there with a strawberry moniker t- attached to anything. You know. Well, uh, tell me what did I miss? Because I want to know. So our buddy on the line here, Strawberry Jerry, uh, which is the nickname <laughs> we gave him. Is that Mitch there? This yeah, Mitch. this is Mitch. What's going on, what Kyle? Up, bud? How are you today? Good, man. So uh, our buddy on the line here says that he knows the family that made the strawberry fields and is telling us this whole story. But, you know, we feel like you are clearly somewhere near to the source on this thing. So maybe you guys should talk. Well, Jerry, you're way closer than I am, and, and, and I'm sorry I wasn't listening because I was actually doing my own podcast while you guys were talking. So, oh, cool. so without, um, you know, what's the long and the short of it? I mean, all I know is that a, a young kid named Tyrone had it up in um, Bridgeport, Connecticut, and shared a clone with me. That's all I know. And that's interesting because we were just we're ended in Connecticut. At the yeah, story. Connecticut is where we left off. <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty easy. You know, it's just an NL5 phase. It was uh, started in Canada, you know, it ended up in Vermont, one of the family members. And he, uh, you know, he sells it, made his own seeds and stuff like that. And when you get, you know, bags from him, you get a couple of seeds here and there. And, and did you get... Um, pretty much how it ended up down in Connecticut, we think. Kyle, wait, so is this guy you know, still around? Uh, yeah, he's, um, he is, yeah. Um, they're, uh, it ended up getting crossed to, uh, a pineapple cush Hawaiian, uh, female that he had. And, um, we had strawberry phenos out of that. And we had, uh, the other... This guy, would his, would his initials happen to be JT? Um, no, they're not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, like I said, I've been trying to piece this together for years. <laughs> and isn't and, and wouldn't, yeah. it be, wouldn't it be crazy, Kyle, if it really was just NL five Hayes? And you're like, God damn it! After all this time of trying to figure it out, <laughs> and it's like it, it comes out. It's like a mail order seed from Holland that was, you know, just selected. Yeah, it's just a, just a selection. You know, they didn't create it. It was just, I guess, you. Would call That's it crazy because yeah. I've gotten I've gotten starberry out of it. I've gotten. Um, the cherry cough out of it. I've gotten mm-hmm. the cherry Lopez out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And strawberry cough has been my favorite smoke for over 15 years. Who named it, by the way? Do you know? I don't, I don't know. No, I, I was going to ask you that, Kyle. I was hoping you knew the answer to that one. Mm-mm. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, like I'm, I was telling them, like, I, I popped a bunch of sweeping grapefruit uh, S1s recently and got, like, an Afghan Fino that was, like, a really shorter... You know, Afghani-looking pheno with really strawberry-like, and all the little bit taller sativa-looking phenos are all the typical grapefruit. Um, oh, I also you know, got the Jurassic type. Haze out of it, man. I got this humongous, oh, cool. like, sage-looking plant. It was humongous. Nice. nice. So and, he just said, and, uh, he just said the so, magic word. Yeah, he said sage. Oh, he knows. Yeah. He knows. Oh, yeah, he knows, he knows, he knows how to tickle the spot. He, he's, like, he, he's got it down. He's like, you know, throw sage in there. He <laughs> Keep him happy. Keep him happy. A little slap and tickle. You know? <laughs> All right. So, so Matt Riot is commentating from afar, reminding us in the early '80s there was a cut called Strawberry Cream that came from that Erd beer line. Erd beer was imported to Switzerland in the '70s. He says, unfortunately, in the late 2000s, Cedarberry Farms made a Strawberry Cough BX and called it Strawberry Cream, so it confused a lot of people. But the Strawberry Cream cut was. Big when his dad was growing up when he was little in Bakersfield. Oh, well, he never, he never wasn't little though. That's the problem. 
You know, when I, uh, Mr. Riot's still when I started little. that strawberry <laughs> fino, I took it down a little bit early, and that thing, um, before it kind of went over the mark and matured, it was, like, really, really creamy. And um, it, it kind of didn't stay that way when I threw out the clones and let them fully mature. The cream kind of faded, and it turned into more of a strawberry flavor. I was yeah. hoping the cream would stay, because uh, I wanted to name it Cream Puff, but... Well, we're going to get together, you and I, and we're going to bring this story into the future. Oh, for sure, man. We're using, um, we've, we're, um, you know, the family has um, that cross going still. Uh, the older member of the family, he's not growing the strawberry fino. He was doing it like '05 when I first met them. And um, I got, you know, we got a couple of batches and then it stopped and we got a few seeds out of it. Grew a few in cornfields and that was kind of like, before I even really knew what it was, like, I just kind of figured, that's ah, just fucking strawberry cough, you know what I mean? That's nah, just salt. strawberry cough, you know, no, one not of the most widely you know acclaimed strains it was, in the whole... You know what I'm saying? It was like, not, um, you know, strawberry cough is insane fucking yeah, awesome, but, I know. Um, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't think it was strawberry right. fields, you know what I mean? That's what I kind of meant by that. Right. Um, I, I, you know, I got to say, you know, I certainly... Uh, have benefited by the the mis- the mystery behind it. It's it's yeah. it's helped, um, you know, make it a topic of discussion along with the fact that it's just really good, really good strains. Yeah. When I first met him, you know, they, they had you know it's, this is the strawberry, and I just I just assumed it was just you know it was strawberry cough. You know what I mean? I just didn't think that you're you're meeting these people. You know, like you're going to run into the strawberry cough family, you know, it's kind of, or the strawberry field family. I got to tell you, I've crossed it so many times, and um, so rarely is it better than the original. And that's why there right. are so it's few. Like, it's like um, the sour story and a lot of a lot of strange yeah. like that, though. It's like, damn, we just can't seem to. Oh, no. It's the queen of the jungle, man. Right. You, put her, you put her in the room, and if you put her in a room and you mix it up with a bunch of others, man, she knows if you're not paying sole attention to her, right. and she right. will not perform. She is the queen of the absolute jungle. Nice. I know that. Well, after um, it was like after um, oh five oh six, we we started getting the other um, phenotype of that cross, like the Hawaiian sort of like haze, you know, that cactus, and it's just insane good. It's just uh, it takes a long time to flower, of course, but. That's what's nice about the strawberry is it's just basically really a nine-week strain. Um, Maybe it it can go a little longer if you grow these humongous-sized colas. I've literally, I think the largest strawberry cough cola indoors I've ever seen was the size of like a Nerf football. No lie, it dried up to over, well over two ounces, just the single top cola. And uh, it's so good. I mean, um, I mean, I I just uh, I'm the newest. uh, Reader for uh, Mozart Rebel Genetics, and uh, he uses a lot of strawberry stuff. So you know. Well, cheers to him. To you. Yeah, guys. definitely. So we're gonna hopefully, um, hopefully get some of the strawberry field family stuff incorporated, and I mean his crosses and some of my stuff. And nice, do it. Go get the yeah. dot com right now, like right now while yeah. you're on the phone with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess they, uh, they. I had a. Out of out of all my uh, seeds that was collecting from um, from the bags of the bags that I was getting and stuff, uh, I popped a bunch and got a really really killer catfish and uh, gave it back to the family. They wanted it. I gave it back to them and they crossed it to a, um, a thunderberry. Yes, it's um, uh, thunderfuck blueberry, I guess. 
prostitute with like, they're calling it Vermont Thundercat, so <laughs> mm. <laughs> you check that, I like that check that out when I go back. Yeah, so that's something the uh the family was working on, I guess. It's, you know, I think when it comes to strain names, I tend to, to like the ones that are more family-oriented, if you could say. Yeah, it's right. a little weird, right? You know, I, 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 I tend like, to like steer PG, away from the like ones... PG, you like that, the PG ones? You're more... <laughs> well, you know, the ones that make you smile rather than make you make a face like somebody just farted or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's the beginning. I think the beginning started with like AK forty seven and stuff like that, where you're like, oh, that it's the not the like greatest a... name. And then wheelchair this, and you know, you're like, no, nah, I don't like that. And anything with green like, crack. Yeah, and green crack's a terrible one. There's, there's just so cat many cat piss. Cat piss. I mean, we all kind of got over it. It's kind of like skunk. <laughs> We're kind of like, I love cat piss. You know what I mean? I love skunk and I love cat piss. I love the worst <laughs> smells possible. You know, anything <laughs> nasty, we love it. But that's, oh. but you know that that is definitely not the greatest uh, thing in your mind, especially if you have a, right. a male cat. Man, those things. Oh. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if everything going into the future, if the names are just going to all become like go back to like XJ thirteen. Yeah, I was going to say it is going to end MI five. A lot of numbers yeah, and stuff right. because people are going to get you know start running out of stuff. You're going to run out of names soon, you know. Run out right. of names, or you're always getting, you're stepping on this guy's toes if you use that word, and if you use that, right. you can't do that because those. It guys was are fun for a while, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the the part of the industry where I think everybody starts in their mind like, oh, I want to. If I took this and crossed right. it with that, I could have that. And you're like, that sounds great, but right. but everybody more, wants to make a strain, right? But I like to name the strains after I have the weed, not before I do it. Because when you do it before, you're you're just that's the name game. But it's really cool when you grow something out. And then you're sitting around and you kind of like, like sage. all of a sudden you go like, oh my God, you taste that? And then if everybody in the room tastes it, it's a real thing. You know what I mean? And then that exactly. makes that screen to the point where just like the strawberry, just like any of these names that if you put it, I mean, if you call it strawberry and it tasted like ass, what would be the, you know, it wouldn't go anywhere. It would have stopped right there in a strawberry tracks. ass. Yeah. Strawberry ass. That, yeah. That name probably wouldn't sell all that. Well. But in general, it's like, you know, then there's a lot of them out there like that where people put titles on it. I'd probably buy some strawberry you, ass. You would buy it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's probably like super skunky. <laughs> yeah. Funky. It's definitely yeah. funky. Yeah, I've had a few names that kind of like I had, you know, on the on deck circle that I had to wait to find uh, yeah. someone to, sh- to to fill the shoes. You sure. Know? Oh yeah, that, I mean that's <laughs> you know that's that's also part of it. But I think that if that's your way of doing it, then you're always chasing trying to find the thing. But it's, it's a lot easier just to throw stuff out and then name it after the fact. It's like having a kid. I mean, if you named your kid before and the name doesn't fit the kid, you know, it's like you're kind of like. You're stuck with it now. Yeah, right, we named it because we we decided it ten years ago. And it's all like, right, we need to we need to continue this. <laughs> hey, we definitely need to continue this conversation. But we're going to do shout outs, and oh, then we're going to come back. Right, shout outs. You know this talk, part. You know this part. Talk, this is the part everybody gets to smoke. Chill. Oh, awesome! Yes, eat your oatmeal. Finish your oatmeal. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right. How'd you know? <laughs> oh, oh, you had oatmeal too. You guys both. You guys are on th- around the same page. I got Moroccan spice rolled oatmeal. Wow, oh, pretty damn good. <laughs> Not strawberries and cream? <laughs> no, no, I don't like strawberry oatmeal. Big, big shout-out to Way to Grow. Number one grow supply here in Colorado. Uh, seven locations to uh, accommodate you. The closest one where we're at right now is a gun barrel one. That's the kid's favorite. What kind of candy they got, kid? Uh, no. You could run over. We're so close. You could run over. Why don't you run over and grab some candy for us? No. Right now, they got their Merry <laughs> and Bright sale. Uh, Sun System LECs, the 315s for 439 uh, so the 120 volts for 439, the 240 volts for 419, 
Uh, the 630 watt 120 volts for 765. 630 watt 240 volts 699. We love LECs. Yeah, and then, I mean definitely if you have uh, if you haven't used them yet, it's a good time to sort of jump into the system. You know, it's like I know you have. To, I know it's hard to change sometimes, but especially in veg, unbelievable the great growth and. I'm flowering under them, and I'm having. Only thing about flowering them is you got. One thing I found out recently is you have to raise the pH a little bit. It's weird. Really, just yeah. to, from just the to lights, just running, just because of the way that the plants grow under those lights. Raise it a little bit to what? Uh, well, bring it up normal. Like if you like running, say if you're on, on soil and you're running like uh, say six four, six five, you bring it up to six eight. You know, mm. and, it, and it's. It's weird, too, because whenever somebody tells you to go out of your comfort zone, you're like, ah, I don't know <laughs> if that's going to work. <laughs> oh, but it did work. No, it definitely it works. I like really. a six five six seven uh, rhizosphere pH for or a soilless. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Big, uh, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles. Colorado's number one edible. Can we say the world's number one edible yet? Countries? Uh, we're going to say soon. You're going to say nationwide. Nationwide. Soon we're going to say. Of you course. can say world famous. It's not trademark. They are. Yeah, I bet they're world famous. <laughs> uh, they are world famous. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've encountered. Oh, the Afghanos are fire, dude. I just yeah, had one the other day. <laughs> so good. Got another one? Huh? You had another one, oh, yeah. dude? I need to get a Fireberry because I haven't gotten a Fireberry in a while. I've been on other flavors. And sometimes you got to go reconnect. I don't know. I tried to reconnect with the peanut butter Buddha, and like I said, I've just been eating the Afghato recently. Afghato's so hey, good. Hey, can dude. I just say something? Do you know that John Doe Radio got a box of Incredibles to talk that. about on their show? I did notice that. What's up with that? What did, I'm asking you what's <laughs> up with that. Let's, <laughs> where, are they, where are they doing what this? What is show? up with that? Tim's house. <laughs> yeah. Tim's house is nicer than your house, I guess, kid. That's why they get <laughs> they get Incredibles. Yeah, we don't get the we don't get the love because of the house. Because of your house. <laughs> it's because you're doing the show from mom's basement. Oh, no, we're not even. Yeah, we're in the living room. Well, yeah. We're using natural light. We're using natural light, though. So yeah. that's, that's, that gives us the, uh, the, added, the added effect. New studio. Oh, see. big, big shout out to Build the Soil, of course. Jeremy at Build the Soil brought us an organics episode just the other week. He's uh, rocking an act. I got to talk to Jeremy myself. When I, need, I, I got to talk to Jeremy. I need, soil, I need right? dirt, man. I need, I need dirt. Samson. I need some dirt. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need, Doity? Um, I got a shout out. I want a shout out to Speedweed Marijuana Delivery Service in what? LA County, the finest. <laughs> Speedweed? Yeah, I don't Speed know. They, they do both speed and weed? <laughs> Go to speedweed.com and check it out. They've got a menu, including Cushman Veganics. And uh, so if you want to try some, of, uh, some really good v- veganic weed, you can call them up if you're in the LA County. Yeah, don't call him from Colorado. No, It'll cost no. you can lot. try calling, but uh, I think the delivery charge is going to be way out of way your, out, uh, not worth it. Your range, big Uber charge on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to call Jeremy? You're going to get soil? I need soil. Tell him, and I'm going to use my code. I'm going to use my code. I'm going to say I want to use my discount code. Soil? You're going to get the Coots mix. You're going to get the. You're going to get a custom blend. I don't know about custom blend. I'm going to start with his stuff. Coots mix. Yeah, I think so. What's in that mix? I'm curious. you remember Clatamus Coot? Clackamas Coot, yeah. You were on the episode with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? The first um, I can't recall. All right. It was a long it was time. Long, yeah, it was like you were so high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll give you the... We'll so what's in it? Uh, what, what's the base? Well, we'll pull it look, up we're right gonna now. We're going to have to pull it up. Pumice, rice hulls. I think he does have pee in it. Hang on. Castings, of course. Uh, so you're going to go with this. Which one are you going to go with? Are you going to go with the living organic soil or the nutrient kit? New living, the living organic soil. There okay. you go. Of course. All right. Of course, you're gonna go with that, right? All right. Uh, half part worm power, half part Oli Mountain fish compost, one part sphagnum peat moss, 
two-thirds part pumice, one-third part rice hulls. Now 5% pre-charged with Colorado biochar. Uh, has Acadian kelp meal, neem cake, crustacean meal. Also got some bricks blend basalt, uh, gypsum dust, oyster flour. Damn it, has no volcanic ash. Uh, but it's got the uh, it's got the char biochar. Yeah, it's got it's got a few, it's got a, enough. I was listening. I was just listening for a, you know a quick you had, you had quick something you had silly to, joke I could say. In you there, needed yeah. a poke, of course, right. of course, uh, and of course that they, sounds really great. It's it's a good it's a good soil and at ten bucks a bag, they deliver. Buildthesoil.com. Sounds uh, good to me. Big, All right, big bring shadow. someone out here to L.A. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah we'll I'll put I'll put it in my carry on. Speaking of L.A., well, they're not there. I hear they're opening back up in L.A., by the way, kid. Big, big shout-out to Dark Horse Genetics. Um, exciting things I hear in the works for Dark Horse in Colorado. Exciting things uh, nationwide. I know the those hoodies, there's like 10 left or whatever they said that they got to sell. 10 hoodies left that they can sell. Wow, they went through all those hoodies? Yeah, 10 left. That's amazing. Um, and you can get that right at darkhorsegenetics.com. Uh, you click on the Jaw Farm thing, and it's uh, the Hoodlum Dark Horse collab. Oh, what a limited good collab. run! Uh, it's great. We Ryan has Veganus one. is going to do a collab. I heard. Yeah, where's the Veganic Hoodlum? <laughs> I heard. That I again. am. I was thinking the same thing as you said it. Uh-huh. I do a summer edition too. You know, in the summer. A you can, summer edition. Yeah, which is really really dope. So you could wear it actually where you live. Yeah, Buying a bunch wow, of hoodlums and be like, "You are a thinker. You are a true thinker. Um, I a try. visionary." <laughs> they have called. I've been called that. Uh, wow. Big big shout out, of course, also to Elite Cannabis, Mary's Nutritionals. Uh, if you need CBD anywhere in the United States, other than Florida and the Western District of Pennsylvania, you can order it online, and we'll val- we'll co-sign them. Well, I've been to the farm. I've been to the, the processing center. I, our buddy Peabody is working at their farm store. Uh, they, these guys really care. They do a really good job, and I've had great feedback from patients all over the country who I've referred to them as a, a source of just reliable, high-quality CBD oil. And if you're now Googling uh, CBD because you've just realized that you can get it shipped to you uh, nationwide, please do not order from medicalmarijuana.com. Yeah, yeah, no, don't order from anywhere else because that most of it's Chinese, Chinese, Chinese hemp, paste. hemp paste that has lead in it and all kinds <laughs> nope. of poison. If you uh, go to Mary's Wow, we all agree on that. So yeah. Yeah. Please do not order yeah. from medical marijuana. And these guys are the real deal. They do it because they love doing it. They love helping people. Um, they have to follow just as rigorous, uh, rigorous of... Uh, that's the thing. They don't have to. They voluntarily follow just as rigorous yeah. right. regulations as so we do for they, everything They else. kill it. They do a great job. So definitely check out marysnutritionals.com, marypetshop.com. For your um, pet and needs. you'll pay the same prices as we pay here in Colorado. Actually, probably a little cheaper because you won't be paying not tax. Lu- not Louise's petshop.com. No. Mary's. No. Mary's. <laughs> not Louise. Not Louise. So uh, that's our shout-outs, right? Yeah, that's our shout-outs. Now right. you guys go Show's back. Show's over. Thanks for calling in, guys. No. Okay. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were just waxing poetic about naming strains, which was kind of a hell of a thing. I just had to do my job and make sure we sh- we paid the bills. Yeah, exactly. So we're back to strain names? Yeah. Woo, strain names. Well, so here's the thing. I mean, Matt Ryan and I have been texting up a storm. Mm-hmm. Did you get anywhere with it? I did. He might be wrong. He might be right. Oh, it's I don't know. Like a song. It's ambiguous now. It is like <laughs> it's it is, getting to be like a song. song. He says, damn my soul. Uh-huh. Well, all right, so here's where it goes. Sounds like a mosh band. He says, uh, 
He says da da da. No, he Shout says out to Catskill J Avery because whenever I use the term mosh band, it makes him laugh. And you you sent out to all your people today, so I'm sure he's listening. Oh, I know he is. So I uh, <laughs> I went ahead and and sent Matt the things I was reading before about the Erd beer. Right, that's strawberry line. Saying because he's saying that it's been around for super long. I was like, I don't know. So he said Green Hornet was a much later company. They made some good stuff. Did you ever hear of Green Hornet? I never heard of them. Me neither. Nope. And then uh, the second post he says was that was that Espy who made that post. I said it's from Hydro- Hybrids from Hell. He said, Yeah, that's Espy. He encountered the line much later as well. He got it from Felix, so he should know. But and then it says it sounds like he's mixing up the pure the purpura tick story. Pekinesis or something. Uh, yeah, there you go. Which one? Purpura tickinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then again, he Matt says I could be, but it was out here in the eighties as the strawberry and on to Hawaii when they made that strawberry web. Late 80s, early 90s for that. And then he said, okay, I'm the idiot. I found the quote. I was confusing the <laughs> strawberry with the purpurea. So maybe the strawberry here wasn't from the Erd beer, and I've been super wrong all these years. I hate admitting <laughs> when I'm wrong. LOL. And dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the mystery continues. Oh, man. I thought we were like starting to really get something there. God it's, damn it. It's always getting like a soap. It's like a little soapy, like a soap opera. Yeah, we like that, though. That's what we That's, do. You know, we wanted to... Uh, I mean, we obviously would love to solve the, the Scooby-Doo mystery every single episode, but we can't do that. Well, sometimes. the good thing is when we do an episode... <laughs> Usually, like the ripples get out into the ether in the weeks and months that follow. Oh, then somebody comes out of the woodwork. Out of the woodwork. Like I gotta, I gotta tell you, this. Oh is... my god, I heard that guy, and he was talking about this, and that's t- yeah. my friend's uncle. And yeah, it'll be like that. Of course, it's kind of like you know, you notice a lot, like Kyle. It's like going back in the day to the CIA. Remember how when you came there, how it was just weird how you coincidentally would meet somebody who people would be in there like. Wow, I haven't seen you in 20 years, you know what I mean? And then they'd be like, just the weirdest coincidences because of our location was just, you know, epic, you know? Well, I got a, I got a little a little uh, snippet to add. Um, I actually got contacted uh, from somebody. I mentioned uh, some initials earlier, JT. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, is from uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. And he purports to have, to know the family, I think, that Jerry is speaking of. And um, he has sent me uh, several strawberry crosses, which I'm waiting for the right time to crack open. And um, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, he seems to know the whole uh, origin, simply uh, similar to uh, what Jerry is talking about. So you've heard stories similar to Jerry's before. <clears throat> yes, and, and he wrote me a, like a four-page letter describing the whole the whole similar kind of thing. Oh, where is, did, been in where the is this letter? Where, is, where is this letter? Did you just throw that out? <laughs> I couldn't find it right now, to be honest with you. I did not throw it out, but... Um, yeah, if you ever find I, it, we should definitely yeah, uh, scan that. Scan it, get it to us, or part of it. You're not the whole thing, but... Okay. I don't want to know all your... I would like to do that. In fact, I hadn't thought about that in a little while because I'm just... Uh, I'm I'm actually getting ready to move. Um, this is when you find all your treasures. Perfect time to find. I don't have a breeding project going on right now. I'm getting ready to move Susie. We just got married in Jamaica. Yes. Susie's okay, congratulations. congratulations. Right, we knew that. Thank you from from Arizona. A, she's lived there now for 21 years. Okay. Shout out there, my honey love. I know she's listening too. 
And um, so getting ready to move and, uh, you know, we're going to definitely set up a, a breeding project for the first time now in uh, over a year, you know. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. And, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll find this letter and we'll, uh, we'll talk again. We'll bring the subject up again. For sure. Not that we're totally over the subject yet. No. no. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't know how much deeper defeated. we can dig uh, on we got this de- we one. We got defeated? We've been defeated? Nah, <laughs> I might have to count this one out, man. I don't know. Kid, what do you think? Kid you think there's more to dig here? You're a ghost on the camera, by the way, because the sun in your face, you're just like burning Ooh. white. You're just, yeah. You look like You look like an angel of God. Well, I don't know about the, that. But. The, the one thing, you know, I want to add is that, you know, Aww. you know, bless Jason King for writing his Canna Bibles because, you know, I mean, it really, the whole world thinks that I created Strawberry Cough. And right here, once again, for the, the thousandth time, you know, I never told anybody that I created the Strawberry Cough. Jason King wrote that in his Canna Bible. Mm-hmm. And it became it's it like became truth. Well, it's a Bible, dude. You put, you put, you put it in the Bible. <laughs> yes, it did. And, it came, and, and it, I swear to you, oh, I'm sure. I, I I at the Jack Herrera Awards in Upper Lake California back in like 2005. I brought him a nug, a flower that I couldn't fit into a two quart jar. I had to squeeze it to fit it in, and I told him the story of where I got it and who I got it from. And he chose to print what he chose to print. And, uh, you know, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's like the classic. When he put that book out, though, it was like there was definitely some some stuff that was personal from his side. You know what I mean? Like, I know for a fact that, you know, he had issues with Tony from Soccer Mother, you know? So, so he, he just decided to do me a solid. He was stoned and he wasn't sure. It's crazy. But, you know, I, I appreciate all of the accolades and, and, and that people send me, you know. I, I suppose I did earn some of the credit by traveling cross-country with a trunk full of over 100 clones that I gave out city to city across the way. So I'm sure people of people of people of people who've shared it and people yeah. have said, where'd you get it? Right. He said, Kyle Cushman. So I, I had a little something to do with it. Yeah, well, I was saying also before, it's like just just maintaining strains is, is like it's a whole job in itself. And, and you know, saying so many times that there'll be a group of people and they'll all be growing the same strain. And then, like, out of that group, there's one guy who just is rock solid and never loses it and, you know, always keeps it around and keeps it healthy. And then there'll be the guys who, you know, they get spider mites or they get PM or they get whatever and they just <laughs> scratch the whole room out and go back to that guy to get it from him. And at a certain point, I mean, once he's given it back to them 10 or 12 times and there's like a reality, like in a way, you know, because he was there, he kept it. Otherwise, That's it would be, it would have been gone. You know what I mean? So it's, it is it is a, hey, a whole Hey, thank goodness for those guys because I have had to reacquire the strawberry several times. One time, I had to have it mailed to me from New York to California. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I've, I mean, I had it with bubble gum. I had it with a lot of strains where you're just like, God damn. You know, and if, if you didn't give it to that guy, you would have totally lost it, you know? Those were the best clones, let me tell you. Uh, my buddy out in New York, I know he's not listening, so I'm not going to shout him out, but that was the best, healthiest clone shipment I've ever received to this date in my life. He, he made his own clone shipper, mm-hmm. and I had six beautifully, fully rooted, two-inch Rockwell Cube clones, perfectly stuck stabilized overnight mail i was so happy yeah it's nice what it's done right huh? it sucks when you get a thing and you're like 
yeah, you do realize it's about 100 degrees out right now. <laughs> this stuff comes in, it's like mush, you know, it's like literally like liquid in the bottom of a bag or something, you know, you're like, well, that's not how you ship clones, guys. That was literally, <laughs> you know, what started everything back for me having it down here in SoCal. Yeah. And, you know, then of course, you know, I've got, there's, Strawberry Cough has always been a, not only clone only, really, but it's always been a, a public strain in my eyes. I just wish when I had first given away those first couple of trays that I had looked people in the eye who were very, very appreciative, of course, I had said, please promise to share this. Because I, ima- I can't believe over the years how many emails and requests I get on a weekly basis of people who can't find Strawberry Cough. Mm-hmm. And I've literally given it to hundreds of people. Sure. And you, you kind of would have hoped that those hundreds of people would have gave it to at least a couple of people so there'd be right. you know, close to a thousand now out there. I wished it. I would have made it a stipulation. Just looked him in the eyes and said, just just pass this along. Please share. Please share. And then, whispered, and then whispered your firstborn child, of course. Right. Yeah, <laughs> under your breath. <laughs> it's my only regret in life. Well, I'm sure, I mean, luckily it is out there. You it's know out I mean? there. I mean, it's not like it, it, it is, it, I mean, it is hard in some areas, I'm sure, to find just because also the name, I mean, the other thing about names too is it's 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 as easy to name a plant as it is to misname a plant, you know what I mean? And people have done that forever, you know, and there's so much, when the cough was hot, I'm sure there's thousands of clones handed out as strawberry cough that weren't strawberry cough, and then that messes the whole program up too, you know what I mean? So people out there who maybe have smoked it 10 times thinking they've smoked it may have never smoked it you know so it once we get a little standardization i think after everything settles down in a few more years and you know it's it's going to become like there's there, those are going to be certain plants that people have to have the original because you know like you said it's very hard to breed that in again and like to get that exact one, you know? Oh, you just made me think of another piece of, I guess, strawberry cough lore, as you m- might call it, that I, I guess I got to share, and that is, um, that's how uh, Dutch Passion got the strawberry oh, cough. Yeah, Does anybody day. know that story? No, tell us that one. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good story. A little, little Hank Von Dolan history here. So, um, this is back at my second or third trip to Amsterdam, uh, uh, you know, as the cultivation reporter for High Times Magazine, and uh, so... One day I'm at the uh, the expo in the Melkweg, and uh, Hank from Dutch Passion, he says, Kylie, come over here. He puts his arm around me. He says, Kylie, come sit with me. I have a business proposition to talk to you about. And uh, he says, I have, the, I have the best genetics from Amsterdam, and I have the best genetics from Europe, and I have the best genetics from Canada, maybe, he said. And, but I hear you have the best genetics in America. He says, this strawberry cough, what everybody's talking about. And it's so funny thinking about it now that, like, you got how was it so famous? Well, was it because, was it because... Did you enter it in the cups ever? No, no, you know, you know what? It, was bec- it, it had something to do with the fact that I was working in New York when it was gifted to me. And when I brought it back to New York, I immediately, I went to my buddy... Who, uh, who grew and I gave all the products that I would get for high times. I had various testers. And I said, you will grow this. And he said, uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting way off base now, but I literally, when I carried it home from, from Bridgeport, Connecticut, the clone was the size of, it was, it was two inches tall with the leaf surface area of two inches and I put it in a paper bag and I drove it home and it smelled like strawberries in the bag. I was going to throw it away. And I took it to my friend, 
in Manhattan, and I said, you will grow this. And he said, are you kidding me? I've been growing the Super Silver Haze, the Cannabis Cup winner. I said, no, you want to keep getting free equipment? Grow this. And he was also a clone maker. And so he started selling trays of clones in New York City, and it became a delivery service weed there, like, overnight. And so that's what helped proliferate the fact that years later... It was um, famous. Yeah, it was a famous dream. Being in New York, you're big everywhere. <laughs> right. Um, I just had a brain fart. Where was I going with that? Hank Von Dahlen. Hank Dutch Patrick. Oh, right. So, so here I am in Amsterdam, you know, the, uh, working for High Times. And he says, uh, you know, I want these genetics. He says, I want to partner with you. And I remember saying, you know, Hank, I said, you know, I'm not a real good long-distance relationship kind of guy, as Susie's <laughs> listening out there. We've been doing this long-distance thing for four years. but So I'm not really, you know, I'm not really good at long-distance friendships, let alone across the ocean. I said, you know, how about I just sell you the genetics? And he said, okay. He says, how much do you want? And we agreed upon a price, and uh, he gave me half of the money upon delivery and half of the money upon sprouting of the seeds. Now, this is, this is, this is what happened. I wanted to ship him the clone. And, for what, and, I, and I tried to talk him into it. And he said, in, his, in my terrible Dutch accent, no, 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 no. He said, I'll breed it out. No worries. You send me some seeds. And when, when the seeds pop, I'll send you the rest of the money. And so I went, and I went with what I had was the strongest. And, and I was stoned. You know what? Because if I at least would have crossed it with a sativa... He probably would have had better luck crossing it out. But what I did was I crossed it with the strongest strain I had in my stable at the time. And that was Sweet Tooth number two or three. Probably three. Probably Sweet Tooth three. And I crossed it with that. And that... uh, Became dominant. It didn't dominate it completely, but it made it unable for him to to really get any kind uh, of real true strawberry cough similarities and that's why over the years uh, people haven't been particularly happy with the Dutch passion strain of strawberry cough you bastard <laughs> <laughs> you set him up to fail man it's, it's no. also my fault Eddie Lepp got arrested it's all my fault oh man you are we, and we had the guy who we had the guy who smoked the last person who smoked with Jack was here who basically killed Jack so we've, we've had all the, the, the all <laughs> of them are here. of the industry <laughs> we've had all the worst my god oh man you gotta start a segment called the rogues gallery yeah that's the everybody that's everybody the everybody's on, that's our show called the rogues might have gallery. to change the whole name <laughs> no it's a, and, and the thing is uh, tell, so one of the things that happens you rename whatever strain there is smoking with Jack I guess huh Everything that every strain out there that's that's gotten like a lot of traction in the world, in my opinion, had some sort of drama based around it too. Because if there's no drama, like well, you know, come on, like no one talks about drama it. queens, really. So was there, was there a bunch of drama queens? Oh, in the cannabis industry, no, not at all. <laughs> I don't think there's one. I don't check Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see, if drama you know co- what's going on in our studio right now, there's a there's a brooding Instagram upset. Oh occurring my gosh! <laughs> among, <laughs> among among hash makers, is the so, Twitter sphere a flutter? It yeah. is. It is. Um, but no, any any dramas? Any any crazy dramas based on it? Like you know, you gave it to somebody who then demanded ten thousand dollars for it from somebody else, or any, any kind of craziness like that? 
I've just tried to be in, to, to breed goodwill, and uh, like I said, looking back, I wished I had made it a stipulation of taking these from me. That because you know it's part of the lore, you know, the the sharing and giving. It was gifted to me, and for anybody to hoard it after that point is just really just sacrilegious, if that's possible for an anti-religious person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sac- <laughs> sacra something. Sacra something. But yeah, I mean, because like, you know, sacrosanct is that I a mean, word? Every because I mean pretty much like you know all the other ones there's always there's always a theft or something somebody has to break in to steal it or you know and that's and that's, that's yeah, definitely with the OG and sour the OG sour. all of them have their little history but that's the way you prevent that is by giving it freely to people yeah obviously. and I think that's that sort of shows uh, that if you if you're f- giving it out in the beginning that the thing is too I think one of the somebody just pointed out that probably the reason why it became so famous is since you were working at High Times and. You know, it was right. in the trans high quotations at five hundred dollars an ounce in New York. People right. are going to go. That must be good weed, right there. <laughs> That's got to be good weed at five hundred bucks an ounce. You know, and right. and then they, you know, maybe they never get to try it. But at, once you heard, you know, when you look at that trans high, that's kind of like the that that. For Did a you lot take of people, that list seriously? I didn't take it seriously, but I was always happy when I saw my strains on there. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I wrote <laughs> I wrote that list for for a little bit of a while, and but even before that. Um, did you I hype remember, yourself up? Were you going to $12,000 ounces of <laughs> strawberry? No. <laughs> uh, you know, letters come in from people, and, you know, some of them are more sincere than others, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's weird with the strawberry cough because I, I've, I've basically got every issue of High Times uh, since 1987, and I didn't meet anybody there until 19... I'm sorry, since 1982, and I didn't meet anybody there until 89. And... Um, Strawberry cough has been in almost every THMQ. Really, even before you were there. For the past, at least the past ten or twelve years, I don't think there's a dozen THMQs that strawberry cough is not listed in. Right. So I mean, that's and then you know, for some people, that's that is their their only real <laughs> way to kind of gauge what's going on. There's out there. twelve strains. And I'm not making that up. I'm saying that because over the years, I've stopped reading High Times cover to cover. Um, but one Still, of the things I always glimpse at yep. is the THMQ. Yeah. And me it's too. Always, it's steadily there. <laughs> is that something York. you guys all do? I always read it. Really? Always. Not that I believe it. Like, but oh every issue you look check for it. Cough. That's my thing. Yeah, of course. It's like, yeah. It's the thing. Looking... I, some people look for the the Playboy bunnies on the cover of Playboy. I look for uh, the strawberry cough on the THMQ. It's every time I, I'm on the lifer list, so I get it every month. <laughs> and I rip open the plastic wrapper. <laughs> One of the, the first things I do is go to the THMQ and see if strawberry cough is on that month. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No. I mean, it's and. It, and I can tell sometimes when it's, uh, you know, it, it just it's too coincidental. It's like, oh, look, they're talking about my strain now in the in the trans high, but normally, and it co- coincidentally, I'm in the I'm in the exact same issue. How's that? How's that for coincidence? You know what I mean? So I know there's been like, there's definitely not a hundred percent of those are like true. You know, somebody sent it in, but oh, I got to tell you too. I also for my five years I was a staff journalist there. I actually wrote. Um, I was in charge of the Pot 100 column for a while, which is now back down to the Pot 40, where it originally was. But when I was in charge of it, for some reason, they decided to liven it up and make it the Pot 100 for a couple of years in there. How did you do I always wondered how you guys came up with those. Well, I wrote them myself. You just sat there and wrote them. I didn't get 100 letters every month, and I would literally call all my friends, and I'd send out emails. I'd be like, you got a shout-out to your girlfriend you want to give me. (laughs) you got a saying words of wisdom. And I'd make up, like, cushions and shit and I'd write like 20 or 30 of them every month 
<laughs> until they finally decided to go back to the pot forty. You're like, yeah, you're 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 padding these up a little. Yeah. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could go back during those couple of years, and if you knew that now, you could yeah. go. Oh yeah, that, wrote that, that yeah, that's, that's definitely his. Yeah, no, I can see that. I remember. So, what year did that start? Around eighty nine or something like that, or eighty eight? No, that was more like. Um, uh, it was 99 to 2004 was my tenure there. Oh, yeah, but what was the, when did they stop that? When did they start that whole to, uh, Pot 40? 40 40 and- Pro- uh, probably, uh, well, the Pot 40 has been part of the magazine since forever. Cosmo has been writing those cartoons for over 20 years, I yeah, believe. Yeah, because I remember when I first moved, I thought it was like right when I moved to Amsterdam is kind of when those things were, that was like the hot new thing. It was around 80 eight or something like that so I'm not it sure. was literally it was literally mid 80s it was before yeah. i started there which was i first met high times in around 89 and 90 is when uh, adam's garden one two and three appeared in 90 and 91 my little attic gardens with uh the purple kush northern lights hash plant the purple stuff yeah Oh, that's funny. Someone actually had uh, posted in our Facebook group about those old articles and had a question about that. And since you brought it up, now that reminded me. I got to look that up and ask you their question. Oh, goody. Uh, you know, I, I've just been, you know, speaking of being in the right time at the right place, I've just, I'm just really fortunate for the people that I've met and, um, uh, you know, try to pass it on, pay it forward and, you know, give a hand up to those who won't kick you in the teeth on once they're up above you. That's pretty much the name of the game. Yeah, they, uh, he says, uh, this is from Dean Rogers. He says, I remember reading an article in High Times back in the late 90s with Kyle, oh, this is late 90s, this is way later, growing in 20-gallon tubs, no drainage holes, uh, in an attic, like five feet standing room, I think. Actually, thousand-watt parabolic hoods, he says. Ask you actually, those were 18-quart um, uh, pails that you'd get from the dollar store like you'd see at a car wash they throw sure. the, the yeah. sponges in and out of and I used to move every three to six months upstate New York New Jersey because I'd get paranoid like for example I'd be growing in January and there'd be 18 inches of snow on everybody else's roof but mine because I'm growing in the attic and I come home and pull in the driveway and there's no snow on my roof and I'm like we gotta move when this one's done and I'd be moving so often and um, second brain fart of the show. That's all right. You're allowed them. Those are very common on this show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they happen all the time. So, so you were growing in these big, big buckets. Oh, I was, I was growing in the in the little pails, and I wouldn't put holes in the bottoms because. I couldn't modify the places that I was in. I was just growing in bedrooms with either carpeting or wooden floors, and I learned very early on, right in the beginning. When I was literally learning how to grow, how to how how to speak the language of the plant, as I like to say, how to water perfectly without overwatering or underwatering, uh, without using any holes in the bottoms, and that was part of the story. It was pretty unique. Yeah, I mean, you definitely uh, can easily overwater in that situation. That's yeah. for sure. It's not impossible, though. I mean, no, tons of house plants are living that way, and yeah. It's if hard. you look at those old uh, articles, they have uh, pictures of buds that are. Basically as long and as thick as my arm, which is not very thick, but they're they're like twenty four inch colas that I was doing in these in these little pots. Oh wow! How many? How big were they? They were like four feet tall, really four and a half feet tall under parabolics, 
And um, good old parabolics. Actually, I hung up a few parabolics the other day at my place. I was like, man, I am way back in time. I'm going back into the '90s now, just because I had I needed some I needed some light above because I had all I'm literally doing drop down early Canadian no hooded room right now. I'm like ah just. We're going old school. And then my friend's like, I got a bunch of parabolics. I'm like, bring it. Let's make this room flashback. <laughs> parabolics <laughs> is really what um, got me into uh, super cropping so hard and doing so much manipulation and breaking and bending was that I was trying to create a stadium effect so that you could have the bulbs right really down. low yep. because most of the light is actually radiating out horizontally. Mm-hmm. So you try to get the light, the hoods low, keep your rooms really nice and cool, and then you'd make these plants that were like candelabras, and that would have several like stadium row uh, seating of of buds. And I love I love parabolics just for the for the, you know, you you kind of see exactly where your footprint is. There's no question, you know what I mean. Whereas like when you're doing them in regular in small hoods, it's kind of like a lot of like blending. You know what I mean. You're trying to blend the light from this one and this one you don't get that like focus that you do like with a parabolic you're pretty much like that is my work area right there I'm, i can see it you know what i mean and, and you get that donut effect where there's no light down right below the light you know you right. get that so you just pretty much skip that plant there's no plant below below it and then work it like a donut shape around i actually like i liked it a lot you know a lot of people i think still to this day maybe not a lot but there's there's a fair amount of people um especially in, in the great white north that that just don't even use any reflector they just yeah, spin the bulb that's, that's what i'm doing vertically. right now that's what i'm doing right now it's fun i yeah. actually i actually like it because it's um it it runs cooler than you think. Everybody thinks, right. oh, my God, it's going to be so hot. And it's like, no, there's no trapping of the heat. The heat just goes straight up and out. And I've got those things sometimes, you know, six inches from my plant. And I just I got the plant on uh, – They the will plant, rage like that. And I put – yeah, and then I just put them on uh, and Lazy Susans. And I spin them around all the time so they never get burned, you know. And, and it works. It's working good. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I used to spend an awful lot of time in my garden. Who has time now? I used to, I used to live – the garden that was my life and um i would foliar feed several times a day and i would rotate the plants and i would tuck leaves and do whatever i could do to increase yield that was my life and 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 it's you know it still is my life it's just uh it's just just a different focus now yeah no i i'm i always feel like if you go in you got like you got to you got to come out of there i've done something you know you can't just go in and go oh, everything's great because there's never not work to be done you know and, farmer's uh, work is never done and it's true i mean and you know you you hope you did the right thing and usually the worst is when you do it like super late at night and you think you're doing the great thing <laughs> and then you get up the next morning you're like i what left the, the fucking fuck light on like do? oh my god <laughs> like i just ruined my crop or the water i thought yeah. i'd refill the reservoir and now there's four inches of water and my pots are floating like sailboats yep there's yeah. a lot so and you know there it's like i always try to Make sure I'm in there for a good amount of time, but I'm also trying not to like overdo it because then sometimes you, you get into that can of worms, you know, you just like start. Don't, like, don't hmm. work in your sleep. No, and don't go in drunk. That's that's a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible move. I do that. All, I, I've done that a few times where you're just kind of a little too hammered and you're a little bit too physical on your plants. You're Let's like, get rid of this. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, making, making, making major corporate decisions at that moment is not a good idea either, you know? <laughs> I had a friend of mine. I had a friend of mine. Uh, but really, there hasn't been once in all your time on this earth that you've made one corporate decision drunk that you're proud of. Uh, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm sure that works too. But they. Uh, no, I had a friend of mine one time. It was classic. We went to his room. Uh, 
in Amsterdam and it was in a, it was up in an attic and it was a terrible grow room. It was like, you know, a big mess and he was all drunk and I remember him going, I gotta go raise that light and he went up to raise the light and literally just like fell back into all his plants. The light came crashing down on top of him. I was just like, I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, what an idiot, dude. Like, what do you think? He's like up on a bucket trying to like do it, you know, and, ah, and then he just like slips. The bucket goes out from under him, crashes under the plants, destroys everything in one shot. You know, it was, it was classic. So there's a good example of what not to do. Uh, well, strawberry, strawberry. We're back <laughs> no, to strawberry. No, people, strawberry. people are loving it, dude. Ratings are good. Ratings, Ratings are good. good. Ratings are good. Hey, we're doing good, Kyle. Keep Kyle, going. we're doing good. We got stories. We got stories on top of stories. Good, good. That's why I'm here. Rating. Exactly. I, we, we I was very, very Jerry. No, what was my nickname in the beginning? Uh, strawberry Fruity, Jerry. No, Fruity Fino. Fruity Fino. Oh, Fruity Fino. Yeah. Fruity, <laughs> AKA Fruity Fino. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, well, if we put out Fruity Fino is going to be on the show, we might not have got as many uh, listeners. But yeah. We, uh, we maybe, put, we, maybe you will next time. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Now that they know. <laughs> now it's your code name. <laughs> uh, it's, how about it goes under my name and my picture in the rogues gallery? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's that? Fruity Fino. Fruity Fino. Why don't we do the rogues gallery edition? Yeah, you'll come in as Fruity Fino for sure. Okay. And we'll probably do that one. We should probably do that one. Like, uh, we'll, we'll don't say it. We'll don't say it. No, no. I was gonna say we'll steal Hash Church's concept because then we'd have the whole the rogues whole bottom. We need the rogues gallery. gallery. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Now that we kind of need that that format, you know. So what do you got coming up, Kyle? You must have something. We have so many things on our list. Now. Well, just crazy. got married. Hopefully, I know. Like, enjoy we, life a little bit. Honeymoon's over. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Honeymoon hasn't begun yet, right, honey? We're uh, we're looking at houses. We just had to turn down a house. Um, trying to accommodate um, room for uh, her son Alex to live with us, as well as our two wonderful dogs. And so we're trying to make sure that everybody's happy and everybody's comfortable. So we're taking a little little time and. Um, that is the major focus right now. Other than that, shows um, you got some shows coming. You're going to be at uh, you're going to be up at Emerald Cup. I am going to be speaking up at Emerald Cup and enjoying the festivities up there. I'll I, be up there I, too. Uh, I'll be there too. I'm doing a I'm doing a panel. You want to come uh, hang out with my panel breeding panel? Uh, absolutely. All right, there you go. Added another one. I love being uh, panels are know, fun. Panels are good. There's less pressure. You know, I love watching that go, event grow too, as well. I've never been. Um, I'm, I'm I'm super excited to go. I mean, uh, you know, it was a little bit toothless uh, when it first started up in the redwoods, and I say that with, with all due respect. I, I, I you know, um, well, it was, it was just a, a little was, bit, little, yeah. but you know, it's it's really maturing, and I'm I'm I really like. I'm watching in shock it grow. when I see how many strains I got. I mean, oh my god, like. It's like insane. The participation and it's 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 really a worthwhile event. And if you can be there, I suggest you go check it out. You'll be a. It's a really good uh, cannabis enthusiast festival for sure. Yeah. Can enthusiast, as I like to say. Yeah, see, you're a man of my uh, can enthusiast after our own hearts. Yeah, yeah, that's how we. That's how we roll. We. I, my whole deal is if I can combine words, I'm doing it. You know, that's I mean, how Adam looks so good when he's I mean, when he's I, over forty. He's saved so, I've much, saved so much words. words. Yeah, I've wasted such less time than most people pulling out long-winded things. Just two <laughs> words, bam, nail them together. That's it, done deal. Canasur. I like that. So, um, so you, yeah, so you'll be at the Emerald Cup. I will, and you then I've the, got a couple you, of speakman engagements coming up. Um, I should know the names of these events. Susie's gnashing Matt, her teeth marijuana, cannabis, something event business. 
something. <laughs> it's like I know I get confused too. I go No, I, it's a it's a, a mass can or a um it's it, it is a, a Canna Canna Expo. Yeah. Um or we have one we have con. one coming up in Denver pretty soon. Uh you know it'd be cool if you go to kylecushman.com. Uh, you can definitely check on my events tab there. And, um, yeah, pay some love to KyleCushman.com. We're right in the middle of a huge rebuild. I think everybody's going to like it. Um, we're going uh, more on the educational tip, and we're going to be we're producing um, educational segments. So, yeah, check that out. And, and also check out uh, VeganMatrix.net as well if you want to uh, learn something about my nutrient line. Where can cool. people and, find the podcast? And talk about your podcast, too. Oh, my podcast, please, uh, is The Grow Show on CannabisRadio.com, which is also free. All the websites I just mentioned, of course, are free. Um, great Growers Forum on KyleCushman.com, all free. Start your own threads and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just just finished a really fun grow show with uh, Mark Richardson, a.k.a. Bubble Man. Uh, that's what put me in, in such a uh, chilling headset for this talk we had just now and uh, big ups to him and uh, bless up to uh, the whole island of Jamaica for hosting such a wonderful uh, Rastafari Roots Fest and, uh, and my wedding my nuptials, it was amazing nice full rounded yeah full rounded <laughs> thank you I'm, I'm i'm just feeling really really thankful at the moment and uh, yeah, no it's an awesome it's it's an awesome time to be you man that's it really sounds like it dude jamaica looked awesome uh obviously you with your beautiful bride you guys looked super excited and and uh thank you we, we definitely wish you the best of luck like live it up don't work too hard Hey, we're just looking forward to 2016, man, because uh, uh, it's time that we get we all get our due, and we means just everybody in the cannabis community. You know, we're we're still the last segment of society that it's legal to prejudice against, and what I mean is recreational drug users, whatever that may be. Um, and I really believe that the legalization of cannabis is the first step in the ending of the drug war, and. The beginning of the end of the drug war is a great time to be alive, and let's follow that through and not get uh, complacent. And, you know, just because we have legal cannabis in one state, let's make sure that anybody around the world who wants to use cannabis is not persecuted or prosecuted for it. And that's, uh, that's a worthwhile mission. Nice. Absolutely. Nice one. Right on, man. Well, why not, if you happen to come across the letter with the story, that would be awesome because that would help at least back up what uh, Strawberry Jerry here is saying. So always feel free to reach out to us, Kyle. We'll uh, that's you. great. I will definitely do that uh, somewhere along uh, along the lines of cleaning up out the old mess. Yeah, if you're moving. Cleaning out the old that's attic. The, that's exactly when you end I'm up. I'm sure you'll find you and, and many other things. Uh-huh. Many, yes, many let's do it again for sure. Right on. Sounds like a plan. Very cool. Ooh. Well, then um, it sounds like I am out. You're out of here. Yeah, you're no. out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here, you guys. Good to you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, uh, thank you. And yeah, we'll man. get you guys to information for each other so we get you guys linked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you text can kind of, the best, best yeah. way. Yep. Then you guys can kind of figure out some background details maybe. Yeah, cool. Peace, love, and rock and roll, you guys. It's been a blessing. Later, man. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on, dude. Thank you again. Peace out. Peace. Uh, We still got Jerry Berry out here, right? Yeah, Strawberry Jerry. Dude, so what were you saying? Someone asked about Motor Rebel. You're you're making Motor Rebel now? Yeah, I just, um, I I guess I'm the newest breeder. I'm going to be doing some work with uh, a lot of the Quebec seed bank stock that I have. I, um, 
I used to know, uh, I've been talking to him in a few years, that's why I say I used to, but uh, I was really good friends at uh, one time with Elaine from Quebec Seed Bank, and uh, I used to work with him, and I uh, was very lucky and fortunate to um, be friends with him. You know, I'm probably, probably I, I know I'm the only person really outside of uh, Quebec that was like kind of in that circle. I was really lucky to um, meet him and have him kind of take me in like that, and he just kind of, you know, it's, uh, if he was around nowadays, and it, I, he would be doing a lot better, I think, with um, his seed sales if he was to, um, he just never really, he never really advertised, I think, to um, a market like outside of Quebec. I don't think he really, I don't think he really cared. <laughs> he had a lot of um, <laughs> old Sativa Seed Club stuff that on his, on his list, I mean, it was all French-Canadian varieties, you know, and uh, Sativa Seed Club stuff, I mean. A lot of people just didn't know that it was there, you know. I mean, you could go up there and just get, he was preserving all these lines, like Hash Plant, Big Bud, Skunk One, Afghan One, um, Friesland Indica, which is the famous Friesland strain, which is um, the main strain. Uh, that was like his flagship. Um, you know, super mold and cold resistant. Awesome in Quebec. Very fast flowering. Um, you know, he had the M39. Um, we were just people talking about nowadays saw that list and kind of knew, holy shit, look at all, like Purple Star. I mean, everything was on there. And he had a lot of um, local crosses of a lot of that stuff, too. And, um, you know, like I said, if, if it was around, if, you, if, if the bank was, if the Quebec City Bank was still open and people knew what the, you know, because like he had hash plant on his list, it was called Quebec Hash Plant. He had the, the, the original, you know, 88, 89 catalog Big Bud. But it was called Quebec Big Bud, and just people just kind of didn't either know about the bank. If they did, they just they saw that and didn't really. Yeah, know you didn't know it was, it was. original. Work. Did you go there, Adam? No, and I, I was telling because you didn't know it was original, right? Well, no, but I was telling to I was I was telling to uh, Strawberry Jerry. <laughs> I was telling him yesterday yeah. that I I Narsgaard. I had issues with them. I think uh, as far as like. They had listed my seeds. They had bought seeds once, oh. and and then they had mm-hmm. kind of like probably did exactly what he's doing, which is you know running lines, replicating them himself, and then putting them on the market. So it was like I, I kind of was like questioning them a few times, like, "Hey guys, what's going on? You guys bought ten yeah. packs of sage fucking three years ago, and you're still selling them. It doesn't really make I, sense, <laughs> you know." And the problem was there is um is the I think. Well, the most expensive seeds you could get at that time were like in Montreal. If you were to walk into a shop and buy seeds in Montreal, I mean, it was like four hundred and twenty-five dollars for a ten-pack of feminized Dutch Passion Blueberry. Yeah, no, so that's what I mean. The higher-end named seeds were harder because you'd walk in and see like his his stuff was like you'd get a pack of Afghan for like sixty bucks, and just the edu- I think the education, the knowledge wasn't out there. At the time, too, and until like, well, you know, over no, it was like a huge tsunami of information that kind of. I think also are spending more money on seeds now. I think people sure. know more about it. And, well, the funny thing is, back in the day, people it wasn't like as many people buying seeds, but the people who were buying seeds were buying a shitload of seeds. Like there wasn't like yeah. and a lot more than they are now. Like now, occasionally you get a guy who's really like, oh, I need like this. He buys everything, um, collector style. But back in the day, when I was working at Sensi, people rolled in on a regular and spent ten grand on seeds. You know what I mean? Like it, that was their whole mission of their trip. They're gonna come there, spend ten grand on seeds, go back and be set mm-hmm. for the next five years or whatever it was. And yeah. so. You know, that's kind of where I saw my eyes were open to the whole seed market. Like, wow, these people are just 
they're they're on a mission. You know what I mean? They're not. There's and that's the whole the whole trip is based on those. The foods. markup in Montreal is just too high for all the all the other stuff that he was selling. It was like four hundred and twenty five dollars for a ten pack of blueberries. It was just like that's an investment, so it was like hard to move. But I remember looking at the back of High Times and seeing like Ontario Seed Bank's prices, and they were always like. Like back when I had Big Fatty, which was, you know, like, and I was selling it for oh, yeah. 60 bucks. Big Pine and, and all that stuff, right? And they were doing it for 180 you know? And I was like, whoa, that's nuts. It's three yeah. times the price. You Bad know what I mean? Pine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, too, because if, if people would have worked with us, you know, if they work, like, if they buy 10 packs of seeds and they find that they find a good pheno and they start running with it, and they, and if they just, would have let us keep sending them packs, they would have done yeah. a lot better because in the end of the day, you know, they they got one out of one out of a hundred, let's say. You know? Yeah. But that ain't that isn't really selecting and I'm also I'm not you know, the, the packs that they're getting from me, you know, the once it's it's down to ten seeds, that's you know, and half of them are male, your 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 numbers are getting to the point where it's not really it's not a real proper breeding project, you know. So Yeah. But uh, do you have your contact with these guys at all still at all or no? No, not anymore. It's, um, it's you know, years go by and he's, uh, he's, he's, um, last time I talked to him, he was like 68 years old. So, um, it was, I think, I'm sorry, 2012, I think. So, you know. He's um, on his retirement program. He's retired, <laughs> he's retired, you know what I mean? He just doesn't. Yeah. You know, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna write him a letter probably pretty soon to where he's at and see if he's around still. What's going on? Yeah, do that. There's do a that. lot of stuff I wish I would have grabbed. You know, I preserved the uh, the Friesland line or the Friesland indica, and uh, you know, mold pulled you this in really fast. I'm gonna do a lot of crosses with that at first, um, and release those under Motor Rebel, and then um, a lot of other stuff going on too. Working with a breeder out of Oregon and working with a lot of his stuff, so Blackberry Cash, and he's gonna be. Um, doing some uh, sugar plum, send some sugar plum my way soon. So, so we get some blackberry cush going right now from Oregon, and I'm going to cross that with the freeze land cover. Get that cushy, you know. Freeze land is, like, really, really, really tiny. It's uh, like, like just like the M39, too. Well, I'm going to hopefully... Is it the other beasters? Be bringing back the um, M39 also, because we have male-female stock of that. I would think freeze really land many people that have that, so... I would think Friesland Indica would probably be another contender for being one of those beaster strains out there. That M39, really, because Friesland because they both yeah, were well, see, that's the thing. I would like you know? to clear that up too. Um, the 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 beaster thing in the Friesland. See that those two those two things have almost they kind of have something. You know, they're 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 clones that somebody selected. The the M39 and the Friesland that are going around Canada are a specific clone that have been going around for a long time. They they don't really. They're not like new selections that were done out of like Quebec Seed Bank stock. I mean, they were just who knows? Like they were just some, you know. I mean, I think they're sort of the, the M39 has always grown like shit. So I mean, it's always either you get it wet or it's premature or it's like they keep the shit out of it or something. And there's always something wrong with it when you get it. I mean, it's uh, commercially produced. Well, so that's what we read earlier. Was but it's, it's, it's an alpha skunk. I mean, it's really it's a killer strain, and especially if, you know if you get. M39 seed stock, and you can really hunt through the seeds and get 
really well, that's, I mean, I mean, that's what Beaster is. find something better than that shitty clone that's been going around. No, everyone knows that Beaster is just not going well. that's going around right now is a cross from smoke a I think it's a Pluton. You can still get it. It's called, like, Friesland BX or something. So it's not pure Friesland. I've seen that, yeah. I have. You know, it's, um... You're getting that Friesland clone that somebody selected a long time ago. I mean, who knows what it is. I mean, it's like, uh... And so what do you so have? I did it. So I did, I, what I'm saying is I did a selection of, like, out of 100 teeth. And I, and I have, like, my Friesland cutting is insane good. I mean, it's so, so good. It's, it's, uh... They definitely did, like, a, sort of like an open-air pollination or something and, and preserved, like, the three... You know, if you look at, like, World of Seeds or something like that, and, like, their Afghan Kush, you'll get... You'll get, like, a Highland female and you'll get, like, a mid-level female, and you'll get, like, a, a low-land Afghan pheno. And they're, they, and World of Seeds considers that the Afghan Kush sort of sativa pheno, I guess. It's still an indica, but it's a low-land pheno. It's a little bit taller. Um, I think, you know, it's really mold-resistant because down in the valleys are probably a little more wet and stuff like that. And I think that's what the Friesland is. is um, you know, I grew out 100 seeds originally. And at least, like, 60% of them were that textbook, tall, indica, a little, a lot different from, like, an Afghan one. Afghan one's, like, real short, cactus style, um, really hard to get at the stretch. But the Friesland, um, you know, it had those three, like, highland, mid, mid-level, and, like, lowland phenos. The lowland pheno seems to be the one that Sativa Seek level is trying to breed. And uh, because in their catalog description, it says it's really tall, vigorous, fast, cold, mold resistant, all that stuff. And that seemed to be the the main phenotype I got out of the Friesland line. About sixty percent of those phenos were that lowland pheno. Um that's the one, you know, I got perfect male females out of that and I'm on my own third generation Friesland, uh, removed from Quebec Seed Bank and it's just so good. It's so piney, lemony, mangoey, it's uh, you know, hundred percent indica. Mold, cold resistant. You can pull cuttings down at like 42, 45 days. Um, and it's got, you know, I'm going to cross it to a few things like uh, like the blackberry cush. It's just got that, you know, that blackberry cush crossed with that pine cushy flavor. It's just going to be a really good combination. And, you know, I'm going to put it together with a really old pineapple cush that we have right now and uh, hopefully get a nice hybrid that has some really high pining levels. I mean, that's one of the things I think you're looking for when you're trying to fight cancer is, uh, is a high pining level. And, you know, pineapple cush and Friesland. Friesland, I mean, if you look up Friesland, you see, like, a Matt, there's, like, a Matt Myrna. I don't know if everybody knows who Matt Myrna is. Marijuana smokers got it. Guy, but he did a little review of Friesland. And I was happy to see that he, he thinks it's the piniest strain there is. So, you know, that's kind of cool. But, um... So I'm going to cross the uh, my Friesland selection to the pineapple cush, and uh, hopefully get a nice pineapple freeze and a really high pinene level strain, and, uh, and a bunch of other stuff we're going to cross it to too. So we can get it, it really, you know, gives you a good uh, combination of indoor outdoor capability too. You know, really fast flowering does good indoor outdoor. Um, you know, makes you makes a real versatile hybrid. You know, so nice. We well, got a lot of work ahead of you. It sounds like. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, I'm gonna do some stuff. Uh, excuse me, hold on a second. Plug my phone in. 
get a decent stuff with the Oregon guy, too, like the sugar plum and the uh, blackberry cut. Maybe cross it over to, like, some Williams Wonder okay. that I had and kind of maybe do some all Oregon crosses. That'd be kind of cool. The sugar plum's definitely and, you know, interesting. We have, you know, we have M39 male-female stock that we're going to be playing with eventually, and that'd be nice to put together. You know, I, you know it's not just a throw-out-there cross. I mean, it's a good combination, of course. The, um, the M39 and the Williams Wonder would be... Kind of cool to put those two old yeah, things yeah. together, you know. <laughs> two old catalog strains, you know, pretty thought after. That'd be pretty neat. Um, so we're going to be... I don't really know if anybody that has any male-female M39 stock or Friesland Indica, so... We're going to be bringing back some Sativa C-Club stuff, so... Nice. Well, everybody's looking for, you know? Yeah, everyone's looking to get back to the building blocks. dreaming of... I mean, I still have my yeah, old catalog. Sure. But you don't have any old seeds. No. No, of no I, like I told you. And, I was, and then the crazy part is after a couple episodes ago, finding out that that I knew the guy who was fucking the main person from SSSC, but he was so secretive and Dutch, and, <laughs> and he's just super super Dutch about it. You know what I mean? Like, he never super told Dutch. anybody. Super Dutch. Well, like, you knew it all. You knew him all along. I knew him all along. I was like, really? <laughs> Can you do a good... Is this show like a weird like revelation, like another view on your life? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Can yeah, you do a good Dutch really accent? Yes. Yes, yes. Is that all you said? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. It's not a language you want to learn. Let me tell you that. Man, he had a, um, I don't know if you ever got to check out um, Quebec Seed Bank of Lane's uh, Cannabis Quebec. He had his own magazine and stuff. It was like no. really, really cool, too. No, never seen, never so, seen. It, was, it was in French, but... No. No. There's a reason. There's a reason I didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it all adds up. But I think, that's yeah. also, I think that was also the big difference. So like, when you're in uh, Quebec compared to the rest of Canada, they really have a separatist mentality, you know what I mean? So they don't give yeah. a fuck. We don't give a fuck where your genetics come from. So I felt that they, I, how I, the way I kind of felt from Ontario Seed Bank and Quebec Seed Bank was both, I kind of felt like they were either run by bikers or something. I just had this vibe, like, these guys are definitely don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? They're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have, I got to talk to, um, to the Iron Seed Sales dude, um, Ron Hill. I was supposed to go to the that Iron Seed Sales Cup with Elaine, but I never ended up going. He's like, oh, I'll call Ron Hill right now. <laughs> he called him right in front of me. We did like a three-way call with Ron Hill, but I heard he shut down too, so really? not around. Yeah, unfortunately. But they used to um, they used to share stock and keep each other stocked, so um, him and Ron Hill. So, um, But that, yeah, I, that's mean, a whole I, area. I found that too. When you go up to Quebec, I found that they're very proud of their, their culture and stuff like that, but <laughs> if you kind of put forth like like a one percent effort to like kind of understand, like learn a little bit of French or anything like that. They're like, it's totally. They turn around. They're just like, oh my god! Like they're so impressed that you're putting forth some sort of an effort to learn their culture, and they, you know, they just always seem to, you know, kind of like that. You know, so well, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what I always found. But um, I, I love going up there. It was, it was always fun. It was. Um, Definitely one of my mentors, and God, I'm so lucky. And I asked him one day, I was like, "Hey, how many, how many people have come up here from the U.S. and, and come in and shop? How many U.S. customers do you have?" And he said, "Like three, you know, like two or three. Hmm. Wow, and it wasn't that many. Like he said, a couple of guys would just come up and just grab a couple of packs of seeds to." Uh, I mean, it's like my other friend Mike. He, he out, went up to outdoor and stuff like that. They got a couple of packs of Afghan or Friesland and throw them outside, and they're just. People that happen to happen by the place. I mean, we just didn't really advertise too much. What really years was it open? What that? What years was it operating? 
Uh, what did he start in like '97? I didn't meet him until um, well, I met I met his family actually um, when I first started going up there. Was when he was in jail for the Quebec Cannabis and Ashish Cup. He got arrested, and uh, I guess they let the the competition continue, but they arrested him for supplying all the attendees. <laughs> that's a great that's a great party. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, when he was in jail, I went out for the first time, and I met um, I met his sister uh, Jeanette, who uh, passed away a few years ago. And um, yeah, I got a got a bunch of stuff from her the first time, and then I went out, you know, just after he got out of jail, and uh, met him for the first time. And I think it, he was kind of taken back by I, I asked him for his autograph, man. You know, I'm, I'm in the seat. It's just like, you know, it's just it's my world. You know, it's kind of very neat for me to meet someone like that for the first time and uh it's my passion and stuff like that i think he was kind of i don't think anybody has ever asked him for his autograph before so you know i was kind of checking out his magazine i was like hey you an autograph in front of it for me and he was like wow are you kidding me you know you you want my autograph you know so i kind of kind of showed him you know that you know you don't meet people every day that you know i kind of showed him that i was serious and i was someone that was trustworthy and stuff like that. So sure. I, became friends. I, I didn't think I'd become friends with him, but you know, he ended up inviting me up, and he used to go up and hang out with him all the time, and it's just very cool, you know, and very, very cool, you know, and then all kinds of stuff just keeps happening in my life that's, that just seems to be fate, you know, sort of running into the strawberry field family. And so I also wanted to mention, uh, before I forget, I, I, I grew up um, back and forth my whole life um, between New England and uh, South Florida, so I was kind of glad to uh, see that you guys had mentioned the Crippy, because I kind of grew up smoking the Crippy, too. So. <laughs> I see, did, you see the, did you see the people releasing or a clone? There's a clone of Crippy out there. I know that there's someone supposedly doing a Crippy or a Crippy BX. Crippy BX, I saw that, yeah. 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 I think um, my boss there, uh, Mozarella, has some creepy seeds too that he's trying to preserve and work with. But um, yeah, I, I live in Florida it just, too. It was, like, in... it was whatever. It was the good. You know, it was there was two kinds of bud back then. It was creepy or crits and and reg yeah, regulars. Pretty much, you know, that's what it's called in, in South Florida. And it was uh, <laughs> we're always like, you know, is it because we'd always get something that was kind of similar. You know, and then everything was kind of called creepy if it was good. But then you'd always get that similar bud every once in a while. And it's like, I wonder if it was a base from one strain. And like, you know, yeah, we're it kind we're, of stemmed from one thing. You know, we and, are uh, we are also curious on that whole fact. And I was there because I was kind of there. Let's see, I left Florida in '87. I was there like '86, '87, '88, I guess. And then I moved. Mm-hmm. In what part of Florida? I was in Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Cool. I was just above you in the Treasure Coast area. Yeah, I lived on Las Olas down there, and I had, like, basically, I was working on boats, you know, so I was working on sailboats. And, yeah. uh, but I'd always had to be the weed guy to all my guys because they were all English. All these guys were English dudes, and they were all worked on the boats, and they all wanted to smoke weed, so I always ended up hooking them all up. And it was, it, Florida was tough. It was like one of those places where it was hit and miss all the time, you know what I mean? I never, I had one guy that was growing weed that uh, worked as a bartender that I knew. When he harvested, I was always just moving all his product for him, you know. But for the most part, it was like 
I was kind of at the mercy, you know what I mean? Like, I was smoking Jamaican, I was smoking, <laughs> I smoked whatever I yeah, could when yeah. I was there, you know what I mean? Always brickweed down there, the Mexican brickweed, of course. If you have to have it, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, it's nice, been nice talking to you. I think we're going to wrap it up, because we got a, uh, we got a, well, we still got 40 minutes left in the show, but who knows what we'll, yeah. we'll end up with here. Um, I will get you, I'll, I'll contact you after the show and get you and Kyle hooked up, make that connection. Because that's uh, yeah, sounds like you guys could cool. definitely uh, work on some projects together down in the future. You never know. Yeah, it'd be cool to talk to him. Definitely nice. And uh, yeah, hopefully we got a new, you know, new listen, little show buddy. We got a new, we got another another person to get in touch with when we need him. You know, yeah, of course, that'd be awesome. You know, I'd like to uh, give you guys. And if you and if you get any more information, if yeah, get, if they happen to be listening and they're down to give more info, yeah, like those years and stuff would help out a lot. You know, what I mean, if you can get the idea because that that's. It's so hard for even me to remember what years I did things, so I know how hard it is. But, but if, then you stop yeah. and you think about but it. But if you like, can kind oh, of, if they can go, oh, we actually, I got, you know, we, we had the we had the kid in that year, and that was about a year before we did that, and they can kind of, yeah. if, you, if you get a couple sure. couple of things, little details like that, that would kind of help us be able to. Cause I, I, the thing that I'm most curious that I want to see is, is, is there any connection between the Swiss and the American yes. version? That's all. That's, also, that's the big question in my I head. want to know the name. Who put cough on the name? Exactly. Okay. It, yeah, it, well, um. We'll get some more answers. I, he said he was going to go over uh, Grandpa's house and nice. Yeah, we'll show him the show if you want. And um, yeah. sit back with Grandpa, let him play, listen to the show. Yeah, let Grandpa <laughs> listen. To the show. Yeah. yeah, and then he can fill in the gaps. Hopefully, well, yeah, let, totally, man. Well, um, I can't wait. That'd be awesome. Thank cool, you, man. Thank we'll you. keep us posted. You know how to get a hold of us, and uh, we'll be in touch, man. Strawberry Jerry's. Yeah. Strawberry Thank Jerry. Thank you for having me on the show and uh, giving me a new name, too. Yeah, yeah. That's yours. <laughs> hey. You Run know. with that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you now. Peace, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. So, once again, more questions than answers. And once again, we gave someone a nickname that I'm pretty sure is going to stick. Oh, it's going to stick. He's done. He's going to hit him forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> the kid got his nickname, but not from us. No, but I've stuck. I did. Brad is Brad. Big dummy. Oh, <laughs> big, big dummy. Big dummy gave oh, there's another Ryan on board now. We're going to have to call you something. Maybe we'll call you the kid. <laughs> okay. That's how it goes. That's how those names start. Uh, do we have audio of the first time that Adam told Was that on air when Adam was like, yeah, they're calling him the kid now? And I was like, ooh, the kid. Because no. oh, I would love that. It must have that. It must be that. It wasn't there on was. air, though. It was sure? positive okay you had that conversation off air and then it just kind of popped up and i was like oh great yeah so uh, that was it then the kid was born let's do a little housekeeping for friends of ours who are on facebook uh over 100 of you have joined our new facebook group that we started doing definitely lively discussion awesome shit man uh posts of like red eye magazine from like the early 80s all kinds of have you looked at it adam do you look at it a little bit once and twice once and twice once or twice i've actually well you want it to be like the pfa where it's blowing up your phone all day no, because I've already turned that shit off. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to... <laughs> I got that off. Look, here's what's cool stuff. The people who are posting in here are awesome people. Past guests of the show here. Kay's first article from Red Eye. Awesome. That's awesome. That's good. Uh, Pakistani hash from the... Uh, Pakistan and Afghanistan from the mid-90s. Pretty sweet. Sweet. All kinds of good shit. Uh, here's a cool article on making CBD crystals. Interesting. It's it's a good little feed. I recommend it. Right on Facebook, you can sign up for it. Just search for Adam Dunn Show. It's or go to uh, Facebook dot com slash groups slash Adam Dunn Show. A lot of slashing going on around there. Slasher film <laughs> slash. Uh, what else? 
I don't know. Do we have somebody wanting to call in and talk about Sade? Oh, yeah. You need to give him oh, a number, yeah. probably. Our buddy who wants to call in. And so it's uh, 720-310-8237. Oh, yeah, exactly. Eight two three seven. Somehow that number just messes with my mind. It's because it's all jumbled. It's those. I don't know. It's just something about it. Like I can't get it down because the tads just ruined my head. I can't. I'm like tads, tads. So, uh, yeah, give us a call. We'll hopefully I'll be able to. That's our buddy Nelson. That's uh, Nelson. Nelson. Oh, cool. You know Nelson. Yeah. 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 Bring it. Bring it, Nelson. <laughs> Bring the questions. Um. So, what else? Tell us. Tell us, kid. What is going on over here? Uh, You've no, gone no, into like Instagram. You're, you're, he's like, if, oh, the chick he, doesn't have a shirt on. If you can watch the kid's face in the last hour, he's gone through like the highs, the lows. Oh, he's crying. Know, he's cringing. I don't know what the hell. There's is a whole on. universe in Instagram that we don't understand. I don't care. What recently <laughs> brought me to the low was just this photo of some of this rosin. Poopy rosin. Oh. Poopy rosin photos. But it's labeled. Oh, there we go. Call. 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 Answer. Good. Oh, yeah, it's gross. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Nelson. Hey, Nelson, Nelson, what's going on, bud? What's oh, happening? Not too much. Hey, Adam. Hey, kid. Hey, hey kid. What's going on? Hey. He even used the right word. He said kid. He didn't kid, say the kid because you've been, you're, you've grown up. <laughs> I grown up. <laughs> what's going on? You got a question so, about Sage, I think, right? Yes, I do. Uh, oh. So I'm an interested in ordering some Sage seeds. Uh-huh. I see a few Sage grows around my area, uh-huh. but I'm also hearing some things. Is the Sage that's available in seed the same Sage from back in the day, or is you got a new male plant you're using, or what's going on with the Sage? The Sage, um, well, it's the same Sage as it before, but the thing is that the 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 mother of the Sage, like the the uh, the more hazy side of it, I mean, that's never been released as itself. You know, it's always been released as an Afghan cross. So it's a fifth. Like it, that's the whole point of sage in the beginning was that it's a fifty-fifty hybrid, like a real balanced in between. And the thing is, it's about the selection. Sometimes you'll get guys like over here in Fort Collins. They they grow what they call the foco sage, and it's like heavy on the. Uh, it's all Afghan side of the plant. Like they whoever selected it went straight for the Afghan. That's what they like, and has very little what I would consider saginess in it at all because it's the ones that lean heavier on to the mother side, to the to the sativa side of it, are going to bring out the flavor. Now, there's another one around which my friend who basically gave me the seeds to begin with and started the whole thing, he recreated sage in a sense. It's actually like a, it's a cush, it's like a cushage almost, but it's a, it's a zeta sage, which you may have heard of. And the zeta... When he recreated it, he made it way more sativa, way more like the mom. Like it went literally to the point where that's if 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 you're looking for the that that side of it, almost look for that clone that clone if you can that Zeta Sage because it's it's a great yielder. Um, and it's only thing about it is it's got that like um, the high doesn't last as long. Like it's kind of like it drops away quicker, you know. But it's but it's got that it's all the flavor of the sage that I'm looking for. Like that that is the sage side. So. If you can find that. All right. So it's Big Sir Holy. Big Sir Holy, yeah. That's the that's the sativa side of it. All. Except the, the kid Mo, who who developed it with me, or he actually really, I would say, more or less developed the beginning sets part of it all. And then we helped kind of refine it because he took my Afghan, we crossed it with his, uh, what we called Sage together. Now, he's from Big Sur, from the area there, from where it came from, and that's and his brother is the one who supplied the seeds to us. Well, via not producing seeds on his own just like he he grew and every year we collected whatever seed we got and and it was always like we only took the best weed he had you know what i mean we never took it he only 
rated it by like a triple a standard double a standard or you know a and so we'd be like fuck that triple a every time you know what i mean but he would get but he's growing outdoors so he'd get um occasional seeds here and there and we just went to amsterdam when we were in amsterdam together we selected from i think we had like about 200 seeds to begin with and we just kind of in we did all inbreeding in the beginning and then when we found that sagey uh, ex- uh particular one we crossed that with an afghan that i'd already selected from like a pure Afghan that we got from a guy from who came in from Afghanistan with seeds. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. And actually, uh, back to Jason King, the first time I was reading about your stage was his can of Bible. Sure. And I got really interested when I saw the big Sir Holy Week. Cause I know I heard that's got some Oaxacan in it. Yeah. And, uh, I got some old Oaxacan seeds that I've tried to crack and I got a few left, but I've had no success with. It's also got a Cicatus uh, purple in it too. That's that's, and that's the, that's the really interesting Mexican strain that never really got popular, you know, but like, like the Oaxacan was very popular, but it was, it's not a very easy plant to grow indoors on its own. It's got like, it's super just like airy and it has like literally, uh, it's almost like a Lester Grinspoon plant as far as the production side of it all. It's like, you have to, you, you get like a huge cola, but you got a couple joints on it. You know what I mean? Like it's all just going through. So that's where, I mean, it was one of those spicy, it's got that awesome flavor. And I think that's where the spiciness of a lot of hazes is those strains that, you know, we're all working with things. We don't even know a lot of us, like because we're just too young. I'm 47 and I'm still too young to know a lot of these strains. And then we got kids who are 25 that definitely have no clue of what (laughs) guaranteed guaranteed have never tried a real Colombian or, you know what I mean? And so, so that's where it's kind of, I mean, it's very interesting that to get any of those original uh, land races and people who can get through the multiple generations they're going to have to grow to get to a point where they're even happy. Because that's the problem is like, you know. You're talking about genetics being raw a lot, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-huh. What, do you, when you, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like, like uh, I feel like you'll get it. you'll get examples in there that might be interesting, but they're not complex yet. They haven't. There's not no complexity. There's like a note. And there'll be something that's in there and you'll be like, oh, and if you can zone in on that one like like a lot of the a lot of the plants that i was growing back in the day that were coming from land race stuff they just had like like cabbage looking plants that were growing all these afghans i just went through thousands of seeds and they would have like no flavor a lot of times because they were growing for hash these guys didn't produce any flour for flour they grew everything was made for hash so it's all like whatever's like hardy and produces resin you know what i mean that's pretty much what they're going for so the flavors that you get because we're trying to grow for flour so so it was like you know that's why you don't see any moroccan strains out there you don't see a lot of like the only hash strains that you or hash places is afghanistan and nepal that you really see those notes the notes that are in there and they're but they're not every time you know and that's uh, like if you go to nepal they're all super sativa tall sativa plants they have a lot more flavor notes sure afghanistan not really they're mostly it's mostly about just raw kind of production you know and that's what they're they're all about. So the raw side is really like uh, not complex. Really. Sure, doesn't have it as many. Not terpy. Not terpy. Not, not usually. Not no. too loud. No. But but you get structure from them. You know what I mean? And you get right. the you get the growth patterns, and you get the and those things come out later after you've. Toned, but now the loud. Out. I mean, obviously, you're saying that like the. So the like flavor a, in the sage comes from the Mexican, yeah. It's well, from, the it's big all, sir, which is yeah, Mexican. it's all the Mexican stuff. It's not, it's not any from the Afghan. The Afghan was really selected for production stability of like the plant. I mean, resin, just, right? And resin weight, like just resin weight, and also like 
like uh, bringing it down from these crazy 120 day strains or 90 day strains that we were doing and it was like hmm because those original sage the original stuff that we had was uh i mean 19 they were probably from like 1989 1990 those seeds you know they're about 10 they're they're about 10 years old or so or you know or so when we or eight years five years old when we got them maybe have you so. not smoked all episode i haven't smoked much no because i'd some rosin earlier. Okay, had some rosin. Okay, had some rosin. But I'm sitting here smoking. You're talking. I know. I'm talking and you're smoking. Okay, keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. So uh, I hope that answered that question. And let's see what else. What, what do we got? What do you got? Well, that was good. We never. Shit. I like talking. I like talking your breeding theory. I like hearing about raw plants. That's cool. Feels like an old hood lap limo conversation. Old limo conversation. Sounds good. Um, anything else on that question? Uh, no, I mean, uh, so you said it was a purple that influenced a lot of it? Yeah, the Zacatecas purple is a, is a lot of the, the flavor that you're getting in there. Okay, because, yeah, I've been in Zacatecas a few times, uh-huh. and they just have it growing wild everywhere, and it's not even a big deal, and I do see some color in there, but most of what I've seen just looks like hempy, tall, sativa-like plants just growing everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. But where I'm from, in Durango, uh, there's, like, a few, like, I guess, like, uh, Indian reservations, and they still grow these phenomenal land-raised genetics where the buds are turning anything from magenta, pink, and purple, and red, wow. and blue calyxes, and they just have phenomenal flavors. They yeah. don't really, like, sell it to you, but they'll give it to you. You just trade with them for anything, and mm-hmm. it's they got never seeds. dry, I should say, so you got to dry it out yourself. That's the only downside, but... Uh, it's like could really be a good, good side. Could be a good side too, because you know they don't always treat it so great when they're drying it. Sometimes, but no, that's awesome. And and Durango's got some great. I mean, it's, uh, that's where most of the that's kind of the Humboldt of 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 Mexico. Of Mexico, anyway, really, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's, there's a other, lot of acres there. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. I mean, I had friends who had a farm there ten years, ten or ten or twelve years ago, or something like that. But it definitely seemed like that was a a pretty golden little area there. Like, they completely skipped the bubble hash, and they went straight to BHO. Yeah, because that's the guys that I was talking about was the guys that went down there to do all the bubble back in the day, you know. And then that was, like, a whole, you know, mind-blown for the people there. Like, wow, I didn't know we could do this, you know. You just needed ice? Yeah, uh, which, not the easiest thing. Not the easiest thing again, Mexico. (laughs) Sometimes, but, uh, yeah. And then I think, you know, obviously now they, you know, they're they're definitely on point when it comes to what's hot here, you know. BHO for them is probably going to be a lot easier than regs because <laughs> nobody really wants regs anymore. Yeah, but you can make All BHO right. out of regs. Hell yeah! I mean, if you could get the if you get the plants down, and that's the problem is whenever they've been pressed in bricks and shipped and sent, by the time they get to wherever they get, I mean, they're pretty dead. But if you get it when it's down there, it's beautiful material. Sometimes, I mean, and it's not like seeds haven't been traveling to Mexico for years, you know? Right. Cool. Well, gra- glad. Uh, nice for the call. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling, calling in, in, Nelson. And we'll talk yeah, soon. No problem, man. Thanks for answering. Yeah, Anytime. man. Anytime. Talk soon. Let us know if you get any of those crazy right. Indian and, reservation seeds. Yeah, get us some of those beans. <laughs> they sound good. All right. All right, man. I'll work on it, man. All, All right. right. Right on, man. Talk soon. Peace. Thanks. All right. Chat room wants to know that if they buy Adam Dunshow hoodlum shirts, will the whole cast sign them? Of course. Of course. I don't know if the kid could physically... In crayon, I don't know if you're crayon, crayon yeah, shirts in uh, crayon. Yeah, yeah, we'll try. Wait, but, but no, does just, that mean you guys are never going to wash your shirts? They're just going to put them on the wall, I would assume. Why don't Why don't you get Why don't you buy the shirt and we'll sign like a piece of paper or something, Ooh, like a, a certificate of authenticity? No, we'll like print out the 
I don't know. We'll get like a rig rag or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We should out. do like a flag bandana. And we can flag dana. Flag dana. Sorry. <laughs> Come on now. Aging You're so wasting fast words. here. Oh. Wasting words. That's how I got gray around the edges. Yeah, flag danas. Flag. Everyone gets one. Shout outs? <laughs> Shout outs. Yes, I'm tired. Shout outs to the inside of my I mind. thought you were leaving at three. I was going to, but then I realized if I went down, I'm not going to explain to you. It would just take me really long to get to Colorado Springs. <laughs> so what? And so your Instagram war is over. What war? I was. I having, don't know. You thought you were having a war? No, no more. Oh, okay. I thought no there was drama. War. I thought there was drama. No. Somebody's bad mouthing you. No. 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 Not this week. No. <laughs> Kid, no. you should promote to the Adam Dunn Show Facebook group. Facebook. Facebook. You don't have to combine letters like that. You fish. Words. Just words. Yeah, not fish like. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was all day you've been uh, speaking all fucked up. I know, dude. It's all hard. Day. It's hard. Damn. Kyle says he's definitely gonna dig for that thing. He's digging. Yes, keep digging, digging for that letter. Um we doing shout outs? Final Can I Shouty Dowdies to stand on top of this dabber. Oh my god. What? What are you doing? Probably not. Are you right. a balancer now? You're one of those guys? Do you need Ritalin? You definitely need something. You need some Yerbas. Yep. Intravenous Yerba. No. That would be terrible. Shout out to Do you know Nesquik. how many monster drinks he drinks? How many monster drinks? He drinks like monster coffee drinks. I need so the bad. two monster coffee. I, they're only because they were giving <laughs> Nobody needs, needs, nobody needs, needs two. <laughs> that sentence is false. You didn't let me finish. I was you don't gonna, have to finish. No, it's I was going to change sentences. They were given to me. A case of those was given to me for to. for <laughs> you got a free case. What happened? I got a free case of the everybody, Java, so everybody's just. In the fridge how'd you get them? How'd you get them? From my friends. In a band. Your friends at Monster? No, my friends in a band that are sponsored by Monster mm. that gave me them because they don't like the coffee ones because they are pretty terrible, but it was free, so I drank them. Mm-hmm. But I need you two took of the them. You free shit off a tour bus? I need two of them. Uh, that's all right. That's nothing to, wrong with that. Yeah, it's case-sealed <laughs> Monster. I need two of them to be to do what this does, at least, because I drink them real quick. And, and what happens when you drink two of those? Because that's oh, what you do at times. Are you turning to Big Dummy? No. <laughs> Tim, more like a Tim Allen. Okay. Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, that might have been pre... You probably were in Amsterdam for the entire length of Home Improvement. So Thank do you God. you know what I'm talking about? Thank God. No, Dude. actually, people used to tell me that I reminded them of him. Of I was Clementine. like, are you kidding me? Like, and then I saw the guy. I was like, how does this remind you oh, no, of me? Well, you don't know I who don't Tim Allen it. is? I know from the sh- from but afar, but I didn't like watch the show. But you know who Tim Allen is. Do you know anyone on Dust right? TV? Nah, I don't care. You don't know who fucking Tim Allen is? Are you no. high? But watch this. Watch this. Claus? Watch this. You Go know ahead. who Steve Buscemi is, right? Yeah. You know course, who Christopher Walken is, right? Yes. I like Christopher Walken, of right? course. But why would you not I know who like Tim Allen is? Like, I, Tim Allen's I'll the voice of, of Woody on Toy, Toy Story. Yeah, like, I care about Toy Story. Toy Story <laughs> is one of the best movies ever made. All right, kid. Oh, my God. Wow. Kid, Are kid, all your favorite kid. movies Pixar? Pixar? No, no I, I just, I mean, I really oh, enjoy shit. Pixar movies. They're good, but that was actually Disney, and it pisses me off because every <laughs> Toy Story movie, if they had just listened to Woody from the beginning, none of the bad shit would have happened. So, Woody, so wait, have you ever seen, like, Chinatown? What do you mean? Like, I'm just talking about the best movies of all time. Like, have you ever seen Chinatown? No, but is that, I don't think that would be rated a best movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chinatown's If like, you put 20 people in a room and asked all 20 people, right, have you seen they all say Star Wars, though? I bet you they would yeah. all know that. Yeah. They were have you seen. Chinatown. Have you seen. Fuck Chinatown. The fuck is Chinatown? Coming to America? <laughs> now that's a movie. There's some, those movies are hey, pretty great. much there's 80s comedies, <laughs> yes. and then there's not Police movies. Police Academy, yeah. 
up yeah. good movies. <laughs> Police Academy have was. you seen Apocalypse Now? I have actually I'm not I like a fan. Naked Gun. It's, I liked Apocalypse <laughs> Now. Actually, <laughs> technically, maybe the best movie ever. Apocalypse Now is nowhere awesome. close to the best movie of ever. I mean, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty epic movie. Have you seen? I mean. We're not. Gonna, we're not going to talk about movies. No, you're not a movie guy. It's okay. I am. I just don't like Apocalypse Now. It's not the best movie ever made. That's ridiculous. I mean, but it's like kind of show me your box office figures. It's pretty epic. I mean, as much as I'm not, I like I like the movie but box Titanic, office. Well, the Titanic would be one of the better movies ever made because it made like the most thing, money. In wait, the box but that's not ever. about how much well, money. Hold it on. Made. Oh, thing. really? No. Oh, really? No, no it's not. I don't know about it's that. absolutely not about the oh, money. That's why we're the best weed podcast ever. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously. It's not about the money. I don't know about that one. No, it isn't. It is it not. Absolutely what about music, then? Does, is that how it goes with music? So it's how many records do no. you have? No. But only with, me, only with movies. Movies only no, make stop. money if you have ticket sales. So yeah, yeah, but that only music only makes money if you have CDs. Bullshit. That's actually the like the least amount of money made in a music industry. Well, they can't the like take a, they can't take a movie and go like go on tour with it. And, right. Like, that's what I mean. So they so. make mad fucking money. And Titanic made like mad millions of dollars. And <laughs> but here's here's where, apocalypse here's where there's like a fallacy. Here's where there's a fallacy. Fallacy. You pay for the movie. Before yeah. you see it, so then you don't know if it's good or bad. So it's not a reflection. And you find critics that you agree with, and then you go. But see But you they don't say. know if it's good or bad. No, so we should know. look at the highest rated no, critics you know. movies. No, you 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 read a bunch of critics movies of or a bunch of critics reviews on one movie, and then you go to see it, and you do the same thing with a couple other movies, and then you see what critics. So uh, what critics like, really love the Pixar? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. You said you love the dinosaur movie. Pixar I just makes said a it, good I picture. Said Pixar always makes you laugh and cry. Yeah, I agree. No, Pixar, Pixar makes a good movie. Makes I a good picture. I don't disagree. Yeah, they have fifteen thousand. They have so fifteen thousand. Toy Story is the best movie ever. No, no, I'm, no it's not one of no. the best movie ever. It's a great movie. <laughs> you said it's it was better the best. than Apocalypse. It's now. one of the best kid movies ever. It's b- yes. Uh, the best kid ch- movies. I kid guess. movies. You're, you're kid now the. Movie, well, I watched that balls that, and it was now that crazy. that's all. Big big shout out to Way to Grow, our number one <laughs> <That's> sponsor. Seen him in Toy Story Four about what happened to that sick kid Sid who saw all the fucking talking toys. How how fucked up would you be if your toys just your parents' toys all just right, started relax, talking to you? Relax. And you're like, holy shit. No one's going to believe me that these toys were just talking to me and made me blow shit up and commit this crazy crime. What are you talking I'm, about? Who's blowing shit up? Sid. Sid, man, the neighbor that was blowing toys up and had all the creepy, crawly little ones in his uh, room. You're obviously an expert. Ah, dude. Once you watch that movie on Mushrooms, it's never the same. It's crazy, dude. They should listen to Woody. Big, big shout-outs to Way to Grow. <laughs> big shout-outs to Woody. They had Snickers in there the other day, and I was really happy about that. Thank you. Full Kid size? update. Update. No. No. Really they would never give you full size. size. Are you kidding me? And they had Milky Ways, which are lame. Don't get those anymore because there's no peanuts. It's just chocolate and chocolate nougat. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just lame. Fucking lame. So for your birthday, I should take you to Pixar movie and get you a bunch of mini Snickers. Snickers. Milky or, or Hershey almonds. I don't like just plain. Like, Baby Ruth is so is, is the best. But if you get a fucking Three Musketeers, it's boring as shit. It's just chocolate and nougat. Who the fuck wants that? Do you like just a Hershey bar? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Because then it's not it's not two things. It's just one thing. It's just, it is so what it is. So it has to be three things or <laughs> never <laughs> two. So you know what else is good? It's so take fives because that's five things and that's fucking. You like a whatchamacallit? Yeah, whatchamacallit. Uh, well, I loved whatchamacallits but, as a kid. But no, way to grow. Don't get one of ways anymore because they suck. <laughs> what? All right. Thank you. So. <laughs> More Tootsie Pops. Back to way to grow. <laughs> but what you can get there is ceramic metal halide lighting that 
Yeah, and uh, I have crazy prices, which are going to pop up in a second. And you can also oh, have seven locations. No, you're not. We, doing yeah, it. we know. We know you're not doing nothing. <laughs> and uh, duly noted. Seven locations all over Colorado. Concentrate Corner at my favorite shop at 1051 South Platte River. Twenty thousand square foot shop. Candy. Everything you need there, candy. including candy, including candy, like multiple bowls. They have four <laughs> bowls. And there's that sale. It's the Sun System. Oh, it's up on my screen, not yours. Marion Bright. The Marion Bright sale on the Sun System LECs. Uh, yeah. It's a good sale. Go in there. You. We didn't even mention the Adam Dunn Show code. Oh yeah, Adam Dunn Show code always everywhere. You get free candy if you say Adam Dunn Show. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. You know, I don't. Not but you get. You can take second and third helpings because I just yeah. never stop. I just the entire time I'm in line, you eat the candy. <laughs> well, some people are respectful. They'll just take a piece when they not leave. Like you. No, I'll eat the entire time, and then as I leave, I'll take three, <sighs> four, three yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah. You grab a few more. That's my. You know, who I am Adam Dunn Show. The Kid Seven Ten is my code. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, use your I've done show code at Way to Grow and uh, make sure you use it pretty much at any spot. Have you, you seen that in the group? What's that? In the Facebook group? People are using new code? Just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> People post screenshots of them trying it on sites. Oh, and that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's awesome. that's awesome. That's great. I, I love it. I tried it at the Burger King the other day. And they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no. They were not having it. My Sriracha Burger was still full price. But yeah, I tried. You had to have try. a Sriracha Burger. I'm going to try the Burger King downtown next time and just maybe that one will work a little better. Maybe. You just got to get them at the right time yeah. when they're not paying attention, <laughs> which is all the time. So yeah, it's what did you see that coming? Don't say it like that. You got to say it. You got to yeah. be like ads four twenty. Rip open your shirt. You have to have the shirt. Ads four twenty code. You guys got the ads. You guys, you guys do the ads four twenty, right? Yeah, it's how you say it, not what you say. Ads. Yeah, ads. Big big shout out to Incredibles Edibles. They do the ads four twenty. Do they? Not really. I don't know. I don't know. They share. I heard that's how John Doe Radio got that box oh, of free how They he? apparently do the JDR 420. What? They're stealing our codes now? No. Damn. Well, they've got, uh, what, how many flavors, kid? 12, 15, 12, 13, They 18? cut it down just to mess there's, with it. There's 12 if you don't count, like, the, the firecracker, like, the seasonal bars. Like, the firecracker isn't on there, and that's 13. Um Technically, it's 12 again because the Afgato is two okay. different flavors, but the same bar, the 100 milligram is it's two different flavors, chocolate. though. Right. They have an well, app now? What do they got? They got an app? Yeah, the Incredibles app. If you text Incredibles to 20300, something happens. Can you pull up? Something happens. Can you pull up the Instagram feed for Incredible Extracts? I don't know if you guys are for our IG listeners. Check out Incredibles Extracts on Instagram. What the fuck is this shit? What is the what? I, I didn't know you could do that on a computer. I guess you can. What, that you can look at Instagram <laughs> on a computer? Wow, that looks tasty. Yeah. Some tasty fire there. I had a few samples of some things the other day. That was uh, sour OG, I think. It was, fuck, it was amazing. No, they do amazing, amazing work. You know, when it comes to... Can you show their handle? When it comes to... Uh, Boom. When it comes to, you know, Green Dot really started out here the whole two varying label things, but then Incredibles literally hopped on the market right after them and just killed it because their in house stuff is is way better. I mean, if I go out looking for for a black, I mean, any extracts, but specifically in house grown stuff, I'm getting Incredibles every time. I mean, it's, it's, it's always clear, it's always stable, and it's always super tasty. Always, every time, no matter what strain you get. So definitely. 
get your Incredible Extracts yellow and black label at pretty much <laughs> almost every dispensary, I want to say. But not really. But damn near close to every dispensary. You can Greg find out Matt. at IncrediblesColorado.com. Yes, you can. Big, big shout out also to Build the Soil. So we'll kind of dirt you again, Adam. Are you going to uh, do the Doit, the, the Dunn's Doit blend on Build the Soil? Who could do. do. Oh, that's a segue right there. Segway. Dunn's Dirt. Dunn's Doit. Doit. When I started, like like he didn't want to get any soil sponsors at first because he wanted to do his own soil called Doit. 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 And he didn't really know what he was going to put in it, but he thought, just put Doit on a bag. Just dig up their backyard and toss it in a bag. <laughs> it's so random. It's, I, they would buy it. It's exactly what I said. It is Doit. 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 Ain't no false advertising. It's Doit. I told you I'd give you Doit. I gave you Doit. So Dunn's Doit Dunn's will Doit. be coming on uh, Build a Soil soon. Whoa, catastrophe. If that was a liquid, it would be terrible, but luckily it's only weed and I caught it all. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Uh, big, big shout out to Dark Horse Genetics. Was that it for Jeremy? That was it? No, the kid we just didn't do Build a Soil yet. Yeah, we didn't. We're doing it. Kid just, kid just Kids going crazy. I'm sorry. Yerba That was my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeremy. So you're going to get how much soil? Um, I need... Like about four big totes. Big totes. totes. Yeah, four for, totes. Nice. He can do totes. I know. That's yeah. what I need because I want somebody to deliver that bitch. He'll deliver, deliver that, that bitch. bitch. Deliver that. Deliver that shit. Totes, <laughs> it'll come right to you. That's deliver the way that. we like it. You'll have those totes. Oh, huh? deliver you can have those totes, totes after. Totes. No, they're 40 bucks each usually. Yeah, you pay 40, 40 bucks for those totes. It is 40 bucks. Hey, what's going on? Is this uh, Morgan Freeman <laughs> coming to the room? Has Morgan yeah. Freeman arrived? No. What I think he has. No. It looks like he has. Sounds like he has. He's here to do the to do the uh Dark Horse ad. Yes. Yes. That's what I heard. Jason just said he said you need to confirm with Dark Horse. Don't come to work, he said, if you don't do it. Might as well not come in. It sounds like Dark Horse is gonna be uh Morgan Freeman is doing the Dark Horse ad. I heard it. It started. Come on. Come on. Kid. We'll have to see. That's it. We'll have to see when Guess Dark Horse doesn't friend. get any love today. Guess that's it. Jason's going to be pissed. Jason's going to no. be ripped. He's Not ripping. Happening. He's going to, his whole shirt's going to explode. Nope. No? No. You want me to do it badly then? Okay. Uh, if yeah. you do it badly, I'll do it. No. Uh, <laughs> it seems it's, it's much harder than some <laughs> like to make it think. Some like to make it think. <laughs> you can't even me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Drop to talk very, very deep with a raspy, slow voice. But you know what's never slow is a fresh pack of dark horse genetic seeds when put into some nice organic soil for grow. Build a soil. Real? And combine Real nice. You put it in with the builder soil. Combine it. Combine. Go to home. Go to, you go to. Where do you go to get you, all your gear? You can go to Way to Grow. <laughs> do the whole thing. Do all and of it once. Well, Grab some. Incredibles on the way and munch gear mm. that you need while you're yeah. also consuming some <laughs> Incredibles extracts. Maybe they're <laughs> edibles per se. But Dark Horse Genetics, they have new new hoodies, new hoodies for sale. They're they're a hood lamb collaboration. <laughs> I can't I can't do any more of him because it's like a fucking kid. I can't watch him and not rap. <laughs> uh, All right, that was good. That was good. Go to Dark Horse and get a hood lamb. It's like riding a seeds. unicycle. It's only going to last for so yeah, long. No, that was good. That was a good. Plot of labs, jaws. Oh, it's actually a good ger- good version too because sometimes you go too quick. Yeah, that was, it was good. good. Nice yeah, and slow. Very slow. Laid back. I mean, the closer, right? Yeah, that's you a good thing. Like it makes it a little easier to <laughs> mask the sound of my regular voice. 
but that's all for our <laughs> genetics. So. Okay, thank you very much there, Morgan. You're welcome. Awesome job. You're hey, what happened with that you're phone call you're, you're supposed you're to make? You're awesome job. What happened to that phone call you're supposed to you make for us? You never awesome. did it. Oh, that radio station's not around well, anymore. That They're gone? It's gone. <laughs> oh, they lost all their songs. Yeah. Well, then, then they were gone from other And then stuff. they were just... They somebody the called station. me, my wow. agent that called last. and said, don't worry about that prank call. you <laughs> <laughs> were supposed to do that. Adam Dunchow. I mean, if you did that prank call, would have pretty much... We would have got the credit for ruining them. That would have been it. But you didn't. It would have been Morgan Freeman, actually. Morgan. Morgan. Gotten the credit. <laughs> well, whatever. Would've All been. my roles. That guy's sitting there going like. Be gone. That guy's sitting there going, oh, I sold my station. What if oh, I had held out no. for Freeman to call me back? <laughs> I know. He thought that that would have saved his ass, I'm sure. He'd be like, mm. He could have talked yeah. to Morgan. Could have talked to Freeman himself. <laughs> well, someone else will. So, Spring Hill Jack City did a good job. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That was after he said you had a Yerba Mata crash because you were pretty much figured <laughs> out. Like, big, big shout out to Elite Cannabis and Mary's Nutritionals. Uh, again, marysnutritionals.com. I'll say it the same way every time. People, you, if you're listening to this show, you're the cannabis expert in your circle. And people are going to ask you for advice on CBD, cannabis is healing. Random people, your mom's friend, your aunt's friend co-worker <laughs> 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 or, dog, or dog or your mom's aunt, or your, or aunt's dog. friend or aunt's friend's dog or your cousin's dog there you go Boom. yeah my Cut. dog has an email address great awesome <laughs> <laughs> like, that wasn't really necessary <laughs> true story dude he's a dog model him and freeman that hit the road <laughs> that's how you can get that's how you yeah. can get freeman on the phone so yeah. quick i taught i taught him german and then the dog listens I taught I taught Freeman German. You taught Freeman German. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We go way back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I adopted his voice. I don't, no, I, you can just pull him up on the phone. No, like, so I mean, I just call him. Yeah. And He's just like, yo, Morgie. I, I Morgie, hey, just do the thing. I'm Freeman. <laughs> All right. Big big shout out to Mary's Nutritionals. Again, you guys are obviously approached by people who are looking for information about cannabis for healing. Just direct them there, marysnutritionals.com. They can get products that will work. Will work. It will work. It will work. Oh, all Jinx. three of us, should we all say it at the same time? It will work. It will work. <laughs> well. 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 The conclusion well. of yet another splendid episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep this time. You no, almost you almost did. did. You were too busy in your I chilled rapture. out hard. There was about... To a kid called me out on it. And I was like chilling. Like, he was really chilling. just lounged back listening when Kyle was talking. Just, yeah, was just soaking chilling. it all in. Soaking it in, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks to you guys for calling in, Kyle Cushman and Strawberry Berry. Jerry. Strawberry Jerry. Strawberry Jerry. AKA what was his other name? I can't. I keep forgetting. Narsgard. Narsgard. There you go. Boom. So in case someone guess what, Narsgard. You're now Strawberry Jerry forever. <laughs> Strawberry Jerry forever. forever. <laughs> there's already a built-in following for it. Whereas Narsgard, people are gonna have trouble spelling. But yeah, I already I had a hard time remembering it. Yep. Is it Nars in like G N A R? Probably, like probably a G in there to really screw you up. Yep. Probably. Strawberry Jerry. Kyle Cushman. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, Kid's gonna kid. go get into a fight on Instagram. Right. Kid, go go get in a fight. I'm not getting into fights. So, uh, well, shout outs to our final. Shout outs, come yeah. on, our final shout outs, our final, 
Final? Well, that's scary, Adam. What's going on? Not the final. This? I mean, the, the day. Final of the day. Oh, okay. See, wait, you want me to start or the kid? The kid, kid you got to start. You got all these Shout out to Uncle, Uncle Joey. Mate and Mitch for letting me smoke his weed all day. Shout out to um, oh, this my is, wonderful this girlfriend. This is the Brady. ADSI weed. And the dogs. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> it's good, but it's old. Uh, Keep it on that freezer. My wonderful girlfriend, Brittany, and the dogs upstairs and my family. They'll be released soon. Uh, Release the hounds. Everybody, Dark Horse and AU, Tanner, Jason, Colin, who's getting back from goddamn Hawaii. Seeing them pissed. Hawaii? Yeah. Hawaii? 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 Hawaii. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, and shout out to all the listeners. Uh, uh, thank you guys. Hawaii. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week. So, And okay. the kid's ready to sign a t-shirt. Oh, yes. yes. The kid will send you a shirtless Here's picture the other thing, too. You know what? Oh, yeah. I, I meant to add this. I'm going to the post office right after this. I know I sound like a terrible person, but I have oh. two boxes that I've had in my car for over a month now that have T-shirts in them, and I just can't find the addresses anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> if you were supposed to receive Everybody's an Adam Dunn no, Show T-shirt, that doesn't work no, like that. Listen, if you were supposed don't to receive an Adam Dunn Show T-shirt, everybody's gonna we get three thousand people. Just that's true, content. but no, but there was that's two people no. that were supposed to receive. Go a shirt. listen to the show yourself. Figure it out. Okay. That's why no one gets their shit. Sometimes I'll listen to the show and I will figure out who got the T-shirts, and then I will get your address. Otherwise, if you know that it's you, just actually fuck it. First two people that email me, I'll just write their addresses on the post office. Oh, where should they email you? Man. At Ryan at extractedcolorado.com. What did you not yell at me last week for giving out your <laughs> business address on the show? No, you told them my house. You told them my address. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You did. We yeah. did. It happened. I think it happened. somewhere along the line. It line. happened. But email me your what address. What is outside your house? To, outside your address. Oh, it's a bunch of new appliances for all those new Free houses. appliances. Free. Yeah, you take them. Free. Free appliances. Keyword free. So what are your shouts, Mitch? What are your shouts, Adam? My shout outs. Uh, shout out to uh, my beautiful wife, Cece, who is in, actually, on her way to Lions to your double D Double D accounting. accounting. What a name! Shout out to Double D Accounting. Double D Accounting. I need to go there too. Is it good stuff? I got, 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 got. Well, she's there. Diane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She actually needs to do my taxes. (laughs) If we're going to, we're taking up all. So we're on our way to do our taxes and stuff and all this fun stuff. But so uh, shout out to Cece. Hope she's making it there on her own. She had to figure it out. Just up the road. I know, but she had to figure it out. Tough. Uh, Shout out to Ace down at the farm. Anthony. Shout out to Corn Patties. Corn Patties all day. Corn patties. You want to just Shut do that? You want to do it your Marte style, where we just do a bit a spot for them and then send it to them. Like, I just sit here we're and doing eat the corn all day during the show. No, just do it out. Do a thirty oh. second for them. Yeah, corn. Great. Cool Warren, by the way, not corn. Cool Warren. Q U. Yeah, how's it pronounced? Cool Warren. Yeah. Corn. Have you ever called them? No. They're in England. Let's call. I know. Them. Let's give them a call. No, it's, I'll put some Skype credit on. I'll, them. Uh, yeah, I have to start my cyber turkeys. Shout out to cyber turkeys. Shout out to cyber turkeys. Cyber turkeys all over the place. Um, just shout out to everybody, Dan. Damn, I got too many people. To, don't can't start. Keep it easy. Moms <laughs> and moms and wives and kids. That's it. That's you got to keep it close. Keep it close. Uh, of course, I have to give shout out to my beautiful wife Reese and little baby Farron. No, actually, big toddler Farron. They're both sick, so I'm going to go home. And make them soup. Why would you? Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room for keeping it real. Here. I didn't bring sickness here. I'm not sick. They're sick. He's, he's, he's transferred. When you like, he's transferring sickness. <laughs> Just don't put uh, his fingers in your mouth. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why would Why would you get sick from your being here, kid? All right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week, uh, or not, because it's our final shout outs. Oh yeah, final shout outs forever. No, we're we're never coming back. Sorry, never guys. Come back. No, we'll be back. We will be back. Maybe. Peace. Maybe.